city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zendane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo adventure path. Episode 5. So when last we left our heroes, you had valiantly slain Gadrin Lamb, and the threat was solved forever. Maybe. Or something. Uh, You had broken into Gadrin's fishery. Uh, You had defeated Giggle, defeated and captured Giggles the Half-Orc and Hookshank's ruler. Oh yes, that's right. Uh, You have both of them shackled up around a pole upstairs as your prisoners. Uh, You quote-unquote, killed the thing that was Gadron Lamb, that was yep. some sort of disease simulacrum thing. Did we figure out what the heck it no. was? Okay. You did not. Did we know that it's a construct at all? Uh, yeah, yes. I, I got Jack, that basically. Jack got as far as it's some sort of construct or homunculi or simulacrum or something in that neighbourhood. Yeah, but I've got to tell you, but, I don't have tremendous amounts, as a cross-class wizard, I don't have tremendous amounts of points in spellcraft, and there's only so much I can do if I keep it, rolling fours. It being, <laughs> it being of the construct type of creature doesn't really tell you anything other yeah. than, you know, things like it's immune to mind-affecting some other bits and pieces. Yeah. Now, technically, you, you generally know a great many constructs are immune to magic. This one clearly wasn't. Which was great. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much critical for um, us to be able to take some of its hit points off. And you had opened up Gadron's strong box. Yes. And found... Not without taking a bunch of attribute damage. Uh, yes, yeah. but poisoned in the process. Yeah. yeah. So Lydia's been poisoned with strength-draining poison, I believe. Yeah, Jack, I'm sorry, five, not Lydia. Yeah, yeah, I'm on five strength. Oh, little rogue. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's changed yeah. from um, me, 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 me calling myself Flora instead of Jack. Um, and uh, Silver is suffering from yellow rot. Yeah, making the, the him unpretty disease. Yeah, the unprettying disease. You know, don't worry about the leprosy and you know, yeah. the loss of the, the loss of character that comes with it. Worry yeah. about how pretty you are. That is part of his character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, I'm thinking of the um, I'm thinking of the red dwarf line here, where um, um, and um, cat cat became a nerd and no longer pretty, and life to him was no longer worth living because he's so mind blowingly shallow. <laughs> so the first thing you found on top of this pile was a hat box yes. that smelt a little. And when you opened it up, inside was Zalara's and Dane's head. Yes. Uh, more troublingly, it's clearly been dead for at least a week or so, if not more. Um, it has been painted up with a bit of makeup to give it a very crude illusion of life. Uh, and her, ca- her harrow cards are also in there, lightly stained with her blood. That looked like our pattern. That's good timing. And then under that, there was a big pile of stuff. Yeah, but, um, like, 
I don't think I'm not. Jack is gonna just move the head over and reach yeah. for the flowers. Well, I'm gonna take the hat box. Yeah, Jack kind of goes, huh? You know, hat box lifted up, blanket with shinies. Okay, cool. What's in the hat box? <laughs> And then Jack, Jack will just sit there Hello. for quite some time, staring at this and trying to process what the heck is going on here. Um, yeah. Silver's gonna take one look at the head, at the head. His hair's gonna turn grey looking, and he's just gonna walk out the door. It's not a moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Yeah, um, I think you might be able to see he's just gone down to the next doorway which goes out to the docks. Yeah. Just, you, like as soon as you walk out of the office, literally on your left, there's another set of doors. Yeah. You open them, you walk yeah. out onto the docks. There's a nice dock out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <in> the seas. <laughs> He's just gonna be there for the next ten minutes, if you don't mind. Wait a minute. Who read our fortunes? Is it the same thing as what Gadrin was? Possibly the same thing as what Gadrin was. But that's creepy. What what can we do for her? Like I don't know, do we bury her or something? I I will take the hat box. I I look under the hat box what's under the hat box. Um just the empty box. As in what else is in the chest, or as yeah, in what's what, in the hat what, box? What else is in the chest, because um, Flora's taken the hat box away from the chest. Yeah, so the hat box has her head in it, and her cards, and basically, you know, some padding at the bottom to prevent that leaking through. Um, there's a basic blanket in the chest, and then there's a bunch of uh, valuable-looking things, which I will give a lengthy descriptor of once. Yes. Yep, so um, Flora ta- Florence takes the hat box away, um, to um, deal with somehow, and um, well, I can tell you guys what my plan is if you want. Yeah, I don't, Jack wants to know. So uh, when we get back to our camp, I will say a prayer to Desna for her. Anyone who wishes to join is as welcome. I will then take the hat box and its sad contents to the city guards. I will not implicate anyone, but the people we found here, tell them, show, show them what we have found and tell them that this box was found in their ownership. You should take the Herald cards. Their evidence. Their evidence. I will leave them in the box. If the city guard do not want them, I will take them and I will do a reading to see Don't them. let them take it away though. What Axelaya wants done with the Harrow cards. Okay, that makes sense, thanks. Alright, I guess we still need to look at the rest of this stuff. Alright. Oh, and on that that particular note, Miriam, Mm -hmm. um, I will remind you that um, you have the feet uh, harrower, which at this character level, uh, you can effectively consult the cards to cast Augury a couple of times. Mm. Uh, Augury is the low-level divination spell that gives you, if we do a yay thing within about the next half an hour, is that a good idea, a bad idea, or otherwise? And it's it's literally, you pull out the cards, you consult them, and the way that manifests is you ask the GM, you know, hey, hey, GM, you know, is this a good idea, a bad idea, or both? Um, Well, I I would like to do that, because 
Oh, okay. So the raven goes, it's shiny! Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> crappy, crappy raven. Familiar <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
I get a, I get a plus two. That's mm. beautiful. So, okay, so, so I could roll it if I want. But I'm so not trained. Scrimshaw Kraken? Mm-hmm. Scrimshaw Kraken? Oh, damn it, there was a 17. Um, okay, so it's 10 and. 13. Um, I got 15 on that one. Okay, so you tag that as being about 150 gold. Um, there is a nice silver ring with an inscription on it that reads for Elizabeth wherever this may find her. We're not selling that. Oh, poor Elizabeth. No. I got 12. No, I Decent yeah. chance she's dead, but we can go her up. Nice silver, personal inscription, probably about 120 gold. Um, there is something that, depending on your various characters, might or might not make you blush. Um... It appears to be made of ivory, and it is a very, very realistic, well-proportioned, and quite scandalous ivory figurine of two entwined succubi, uh, effectively 69ing each other. <laughs> nice. Yeah. In, in the we-don't-really-have-ribs kind of bent-around way. But it's, it's you know, somebody's put a lot of time and effort into this kind of thing. Two mm-hmm. copper. I'll give you two copper for it. <laughs> how much so it How much do you think that's worth? Uh, I rolled a four. Yeah, I rolled a four. So. <laughs> I want it for two copper. Uh, After this is over, um, Karen's going to detect evil on it, just to be sure. Uh, nothing in here is evil. Any detect more? magic? Uh, Oh, let's get them all down and then. Yeah, I rolled an 8 for that. Actually, got an 8. Like, this is... It's a question of finding the right buyer (laughs) for this, because it's it's so openly pornographic that most people wouldn't display this, despite the extremely high level of workmanship in it. But if you found the right buyer, you could get, like, 400 gold for that. It's the most valuable thing in this pile. There is a museum slash theatre that we know of. Yes, yes, Mm. there is. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, fencing property that belonged to his dad might be a trifle. He doesn't care. Um, a, a bad thing to be wrong about. A, a fine quality masterwork shuriken that is stamped with some sort of... Um, oh, wait, is that going to be engineering? No, you don't need to roll for that one. It's common knowledge because it's not art objects. And that sort okay. Of thing. Um, so that would be worth 150, uh, 300 gold, 150 seller price. Yeah. No, that's not right. No. So it's worth beans. Yeah, it's going to be worth that more. But anyway, Is I wrote it down and we can look up the price later. In any case, it's stamped with the House of Amatatsu symbol for anyone who recognizes such Yeah, badass. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't do character. There is an extremely delicate looking um, thing carved from abalone shells, which is a kind of very power shelly mm-hmm. type thing. Uh, Silver would recognize it immediately as being a holy symbol of Shaolin. Oh. Okay. Albeit an extraordinarily fine one. Ooh. Roll again. Oh, I did. Okay, no, I thought I did an 18 on that. I did a 13, but that's plus 5, so it's 18 anyway. So you you would tag that as being about 300 gold. Yeah. Uh, There is a glass tube of some sort of magical oil. Mm, Oil. Uh, An obsidian wand made of metal that detects as magical as well. Um, And a silvery looking liquid that also detects as magical. Um, sorry, so we need that one by a bit fast. Just start again from the holy symbol of Shalev. Okay, there's a holy um, symbol of Shalev the with 300 gold. 
uh, and a magical oil. Magical oil, okay. A magical wand. Magical wand, nice. And a silver magic oil as well. Silvery magic oil. Silvery yeah. magic oil. Magical uh, oil yeah. silver. Um, then, um... Huh. Then there's something very nice, actually, individually, not carefully packed, but wrapped up in, a se- in several cloths. When you open this, um, it, it, even to the fairly untrained eye, I mean, which actually there aren't all that many of in this party, Silver's actively got the knowledge, Jack is a thief, <laughs> Garen is an actual metalsmith. Uh, so most of you would be able to recognize this has got to be by far and away the most valuable object in the entire collection. It is a solid platinum brooch <laughs> that depicts a pseudo dragon and an imp curled around each other in kind of a yin-yang pattern. Oh. Um, both of their eyes are various gems. Um, the clasp on it is broken, but should be quite repairable by anyone competent. Um, but it's solid platinum. It's about yay thick. Mm. Um, and the gems on it look like they are all, they, they are comparatively small, but they are of exceptionally fine quality. Um, and on the back, uh, it reads something in Chalexian. Yeah. For anyone who can read that. I can read Chalexian. Yeah. Um, and for those of you who can't, you would actually get what is presumably the name on it, because it's the same in all that. I'll read it out. Which is Iliosa. Oh. Um, who would, of course, be the queen. Mm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, it, says ah. on, mm. it says on it, my beloved Iliosa, never forget it is always darkest before the dawn. Mm-hmm. In Chalish. I am not going to approach that. Mm-hmm. Lots. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to price it though. Oh, over, <laughs> o- over, like e- even the even people who have absolutely no idea of the relative worth is and could look at that. Yep, that's well over a thousand gold right there, if not substantively like more. So platinum for a start. Yeah, and it's thick platinum too. So it, it would be the worth of at least ten platinum coins in and of itself before you actually take into account the workmanship or anything of that sort. Can I do a Knowledge the civilization check to see if I know the history of this thing. Yes, you certainly can. Um, and as you do, I will say something. Well, that new the um, what's the newspaper called? Three headed chimera. The three headed chimera had a story about the queen complaining about urchins stealing for her. I thought it'd be garbage because who'd be daft enough to steal from the queen? But it certainly looks like they must have lambs must be bold enough to actually pull it off. Yay, Jack! Remember it. <laughs> Yeah. That's right. oh. I'll roll as well because I have I have knowledge in civilization too. I got seventeen. That's plus five to twenty-two. Okay, so you think about it. Um, Iliosa is a Chalish name, mm. um, and there are no prominent ones within the city other than the queen herself that you could name. Mm. Um, if she'd been living here for a long enough time period, they might eventually start naming children after her or not, but she hasn't. Mm-hmm. She's only been here for about five years or yeah. so. Um, you'd guess to about a 98% degree of certainty this belongs to the Queen, yeah. as opposed to any other Iliosa. Mm. Um, the um, fact that it's in Chalish 
suggest to you that it's something that has come with her. Mm. Um, and actually thinking about it, you know that, like, at, at, at that at that level of success, it's sort of a vague, half-remembered story you've heard that her father gave her something. Father acknowledged. Do I have it yet? <laughs> I have it yet. Yes, I have you pick it. it up first level. Yes. Father acknowledged. <laughs> Um, you you have this vague recollection of you know her father's supposed to have given her some sort of parting gift on her way to Corvosa. Oh, heartbreaking! But that's about the extent of what you know of it. Oh, this is something really important to her, guys. Uh, that's the extent of what you know of its past. Uh, what you will know is um, what the story that Jack is talking about. Mm. Um, she has been caught complaining publicly about essentially the dirty orphans of Corvosa, you know, stealing from her, when she, she went off to do a visit to one of the local orphanages mm. and lost this mm. and complained bitterly that, you know, the dirty the dirty orphans stole it, which hasn't necessarily endeared her to several people in the city. Yeah. Although, of course, from the looks of things, she was actually quite right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it depends on whether or not the orphans were working for Gadron or whether they were, or not. They well, were, yeah. can, Given can that they, it made its way to Gadron, you'd have to. It, yeah, yeah, but like what I what I mean is, it's like there'll be orphans who are not part of Gadron. Correct. Thing. Not not every orphan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not every like. orphan. Hashtag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, you you yeah. could you could safely bet that the queen would probably pay to have this back again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just probably, she she would be very, very... And uh, that is what you find here. Uh, that, well, she'll clap us in the slammer. <laughs> Gadrin, has a, it off. Mm-hmm. Gadrin has a masterwork rapier on him. That okay. looks of good quality. Uh, the rest of the guys just have basic junk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be right. Ooh. And we naturally relieve... Um, our two prisoners and all their stuff anyway on general yeah, details. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm presuming, based on how you guys standardly play, that you don't desperately want to go into the minutiae of trying to sell their one gold armor. Sort no. Of thing. <laughs> so I'm, I'm giving you the valuable points here. <laughs> oh, uh, he also has a masterwork hand crossbow. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. Have your likes. A hand crossbow. A hand crossbow. Oh, because he, he shot that off. At, yeah, yeah, at he, shot, he shot it off this and it is yeah. masterwork. It's nice, no? Well, that's not a bad score. Even assuming we give the queen a pretty ball ball back and she rewards us with Diddly, which I suspect she probably would give us something, as long as it's some so solid enough citizens giving it back that you don't expect it's just people doing it for a scare. You're looking at the divine casters when you're saying this, aren't you? I'm looking at you. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um... I know, I know Flora is an incredibly solid citizen, but she was in fact a street urchin, so on a she, she's a, she was a Vrizian street urchin at one point, so she wouldn't be my choice for appearing reputable. She merely is 100% reputable. On a later um, thorough search of the fishery, you'll also find we're in this room, Gadrin has hidden the keys to this chest, and a bunch cool. of other locks in the fishery, which is of course meaningless by the time you get there. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's it's more to establish that he doesn't have a bunch of chests in his room that he can't get into, which actually might hold some line of logic mm. if you assume it's not Gadron. Yeah, well, we, we but this count the number of chests and the number of doors. But yeah, he does indeed have them. keys to the main fishery, keys to the cabinet upstairs, and keys to this chest. Um, yeah, we should probably lock, lock this place up and take the keys with us. 
All right. Thank you, crew. What we want to do now? We got two prisoners, a poor, poor lady who's what's been horribly done in, a suspicious this reality that she's the one that told us to come out here, which means we're being mucked around by somebody, and it probably ain't Gadron, because this is one of Gadron's scams, and he wouldn't want to knock it over his own self. And we've got 12 orphans we need to round up and try and take to some manner of safety. And we ain't going to fit all of us plus the orphans plus the prisoners in the rowboat. No. <laughs> no, there is... You, you could take a person out of here, or maybe two orphans if you were jamming them in, but you're already pushing jamming the five of you in the rowboat somewhat. <coughs> um, <coughs> what we could do is um, we could have two of us take the prisoners um, back, and the rest of us take the orphans. And the, the orphans will fled temporarily, although yep. tracking them down you know, would be half an hour's work. Yep. There's just no yep. way they can go. And, and the rest of us can take the orphans back. I don't like their chances back at the orphanages, though, if this is what they're going through. I have some, I have some thoughts. If, it, if anybody has a really safe place for them to go, I'm more weird, but otherwise I can give Flora and I, Florence and I can give them some pointers about uh, places they might be able to go. There's no 100% guarantee, but we got away from Gadron before, and that was without anybody coming after, going after him. I'm thinking we're not all going to give up at this point. Nay. No. No, there's far more going on than what we see here. So, whoever cooked up this nasty little scheme is not uh, uh, our friend, not after killing Ignat, poor lady. But they want, they presumably want Gadron taken down. We can find out who they are and make it, sorry they did this. And then well, we can find out what they know about where Lamb really is. Well, Gadrin was the one that was hiding hiding your head, so we can't assume that the person who we were talking to before is an enemy at all. Well, they they ain't the real they ain't the real Zalara. They may have reasons for hiding hiding their true identity. If it's if it's a facsimile of her, they would have her reasons for going after. Seems an odd way to go about things. Well, it seems odd for Lamb to put someone who went after him back there. I don't think it can have been Lamb what done it. Lamb wouldn't want us to track down his operation. No. Unless it was a framing. That's always a possibility. No, there's some, someone else involved, that's for sure. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, mm. I, if we round up the urchins... I can talk to him a little bit, and um, Florence can too. I can send my raven to Uncle Z to send um, send out a weapon. So what we need to do is out here for How many um, orphans were there again? Uh, Eleven. Just presuming you don't count Hookshank's yeah. Buller as one of them. <laughs> no. Eleven. So, so I could probably squeeze them into my house, couldn't I? Uh, yeah, certainly not comfortably, but you know they're, yeah, they're obviously used to craft conditions. Yes. They can stay at my house for a while, at least till they get on their feet. All right, that's a good, that's a good option then. That's better than most of them are gonna expect. But um, keeping them all in one place might not be such a good idea in the long term. All right, 
So let's go track him down and camp out for the night. I think we could all use a rest. The glasses oh. round at the various horribly It's already people. night time. <laughs> well, rest of the night, I mean. The getting un- your uncle's either to send a wagon might not be a bad idea, but we might want to start walking in the meantime. By the time yeah. he gets here, we could be a fair way- distance back to city. How long does a wagon take to get to where we are um, from the city? So it was about um, it, it was about. No, it took, took you guys about eight hours or so to roll out here. Uh, the wagon route is actually longer because okay. you know, it's, it's pretty much as the crow flies by boat. It goes the around. The wagon route goes, goes around and thus would take you about two days, maybe. So the past two can ask him to send the boat. Bigger boat. We're gonna need a you bigger have a bigger boat. It'll only take us a matter of a few days to just walk back to the city. Yeah, I mean, we could do that, but how many of the orphans can actually fit on the boat? Like, if there's one of us and the rest orphans. Okay, so when you go poking around the... I'll, I'll just jump ahead slightly. When yeah. you go poking around the little town of Wayfarer's Point, um, you will find the orphans in a variety of places, um, essentially having run out, split up, and hid wherever they can. Yeah. You track them down, you get them out, no problem. Once It becomes self-evident to them once you guys come out and Gatherin doesn't. That their problem, their, their short-term problem, is solved. Mm-hmm. Um, you will actually find a couple of them endeavouring to work out how to untie and neck off with Gadrin's rowboat, sweet, um, which oh. is tied up underneath the docks and somewhat obscured from sight. So we have another boat. Um, so you have another rowboat, functionally. At which point you can move everyone out by boat if you are so inclined. Oh, okay. Well, we'll do that. Then. Yeah, that sounds sensible. I mean, that said, you probably still want to stay here for the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. In the middle of the night. Yeah, and when we were the injured. And when we return the dock, we return the boat to the boatmaster. We can sell Gadrin's boat to him. I oh, good idea. Yeah. Sorry, um, it's it's worth such a fortune. Mm-hmm. Hey, yes. just to spin a nose eye a little bit more. Yes, yes. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm going to have to avoid saying I. I'm used to um, having a dwarf and then say and me saying I and they as well. I. That's what happens when you speak dwarven. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. I'm a little bit more refined than that. So, uh. I. <laughs> we gather up the urchins? You gather up the urchins. Alright. Takes you half an hour or so, you sort of explain to them, um. Well, what do you explain to them? Because it's probably not Gadrin's dead? Yeah, it so. It might be. The dog's dead, we'll take you somewhere safer. I, I'm happy to do it in character. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a little speech what, I want to do. What's going on, Miss? Alright, so we'll gather them all up and um, Jack will climb up on a stump or something so yeah. she can see all of them at one time. Rufio! Um, Rufio! <laughs> yes. Skewer reference for the win! <laughs> yes. I, yeah, I almost took that reference. Silversmith here killed that nasty dog. Yay! But the um, 
the thing we found in the basement wasn't the real Gadrin. I know that's going to sound funny to you, but it was some kind of magic, was some kind of magic construct, which means the real Gadrin's still out there somewhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. They look terribly confused that yeah. this magic construct's been a bit out of their yeah. line of expertise. So listen, and that means you've got to stay away. You've got to keep your ears to the ground and stay away from them. I know he's told you that you can't escape from them, but it ain't true. Me and me and Florence over there, we did it, and he never tracked us down. And what's more, the rest of us are going to go looking for the real Gadrin, and we're going to try and sort him out. But in the meantime, you need to look after yourselves. Now, if any of you has got families and Gadrin has told you that they're dead, likely they ain't. It's because Florence's, fa- Florence's family turned out not to be dead. Gadrin had just nicked off with her, and her family were wondering where she was. Down the back, between two of them. Um, if any of so, um, in the sh- for the little for a short while, uh, Mr. Silvers has offered you all crash space, so you can sleep with you can stay in his house for a little while till you get your feet back under you. Um, and I'll I'll give you a little bit of walking money to get you started. And so, if any of you want to try your luck at the orphanage, um, mother's mother of hope on um, Greenwood Street's better than most. Most. And um, I will just write something on a piece of paper. They sort of listen to this and nod along. Mm-hmm. And you hear the two in the back arguing, Does that mean our mum's still alive? Mm-hmm. She might be. Oh, we're going to have a debate. We'll get back. She probably is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's a, what are presumably a brother and sister here. We're talking about having the same mum. And she's probably very worried about you. Once we get back to the city... We meet an us, Silver here, or Mr. Silver's not here, and it's two Silvers in the party suddenly. <laughs> One of them can hopefully lead you back to your, take you safely back to your mother. Okay, okay. I did, I did actually explicitly ask in the first session if you guys were happy having a Silver and a Silversmith, and you said yes. Oh, yeah, I thought but... that he was going to just be Paul Garin. I'm calling her Mr. Silver Smith because she's talking to children. Okay, so Jack gathers in around the orphans for a moment and uh, passes this on to them. Yeah. Thieves can't. Yes. Yes, and thieves can't. So it's sign language, so you don't. don't So I I huddle them up and then, so it's less visible. Yeah. And they jump down off my stool, huddle them up, and convey that to them. (laughs) I can understand it. Okay. Are you standing in the group? Do you want it to be hidden? Yes, that's why I wrote it down. I'm going to pass it to the GM. You can make a perception check to see if you can see what I'm doing over the heads of all the you're If you're trying to make it so that nobody can see what's going on, he can can understand things, can't, but... I think while that's going on, I was going to pull Silver side. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, that's why. As soon as go elsewhere, so too does Silver. So, and then... And if any of you want to take up a trade, there's um, several people around here who might be able to give you a hand and learning how to do things. That's the best run in the long, oh, long run if you ain't got families. Just find some way you can support yourself. Don't count on other people, that's my advice, unless you really truly know that you can trust them. But listen up, little ones. And, and Gadrin's told you that it, you can't survive on your own, but he's a big liar. The street's pretty mean, but it's tr- I've done both, and the street ain't as mean as Gadrin. So you watch out for each other. You watch out for yourselves. You'll be okay. We were okay. 
a big orphan, he nods. I will make a diplomacy check. to say that um, it was my fault but it happened it happened to your face I'm so sorry is she is she starting to cry or something no she just looks very concerned and she She's looks mm-hmm. very like sorry well you know like when I first started going to academy and I was first studying my magic I, I turned the whole room green <laughs> when I used prestidigitation for the first time. 
She's too small. But, um... I saw a person explode the room as well once. Magic's pretty hard. Yeah, I'd like to have better control over time. Maybe I will. But, um... Hey, um... Would you mind keeping it between us for now? Yeah, yeah sure. But shouldn't the rest of them know? I'll tell them in time. Because I... I'm just afraid that... I, I, I like to get um, Kevin Lane. It's been my goal since forever. Since he killed my father. So, um... What? <laughs> I like to... I like to, um... Well, I'm just afraid that the fathers knew they would include me. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> come, 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 come here. So I'm going <laughs> to sit it down on the ground. Arm around your shoulders. <laughs> Tell me, you sound like you've got a story. On other time, I'm not, I'm not quite ready to tell it yet. But just for now, would you mind keeping it between us? Well, I can. Thank you. And and we'll fix your face. Mm. I, I, I'll help <laughs> you fix your face. I'm so sorry. You, you, don't, you don't need to be so, sorry. Mistakes like these happen. Like, but you almost got killed. No, I didn't though. I didn't though. Yeah. I mean, we don't know how the future's going to turn out. Like, you can walk into a walk into a scenario and see somebody getting hurt, and you never know what will happen if you save that person's life. Maybe that person will end up in a worse off situation than they were before. You just never know, but you just gotta do the best for yourself, no matter what happens. Um, what well, that's what I'm trying to do. Okay, I'm not angry at all. You don't need to be worried. Um, okay, thank you. <laughs> so this is entirely awkward. <laughs> Alright, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and you guys just sit with each other for a while. Yeah. yeah. And, and but so it was a lovely scene, well done, guys. Oh, yeah. I wonder that seemed to be a little bit less awkward. It's not pretty, so. You guys are new to your characters, and people apologising is awkward. That's yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And, uh, I mean, Susan, you've got to remember it's like in Dragon it's like in Dragon Age. At certain points, they say they don't know you well enough yeah. yet, or whatever. And it turns out you like you haven't got yeah. enough relationship with Lucy. Yeah. 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 You, you need Clooney to give her a bunch of rags and dog bones. Roses in it continuously, and maybe she'll like me. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really nice. Put three hundred of them in, she'll automatically fall in love with you. Yeah, because that's how it works, right? Yeah. You just keep throwing gifts at but, them. But she won't put out with you until moments before you fight exactly. the final boss. <laughs> But you're on some points. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I think um, until they until they come and get us, I I might kind of chat with her or something. Just or talk about random, just random, 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 random yeah. lighter topics. Style yeah. Thing. Yep. So you guys go off and yeah, because he's, he's kind of a little awkward with his whole diseased face, and she's all awkward because she. And I kind of get like she caused it or something. And I kind of get the feeling neither of you have exactly had that uh, a whole lot of super positive time hanging out with the opposite sex. <laughs> no, Silver's had plenty. Um, can't guarantee that they weren't all, all evil characters, but 
Um, certainly he's had he's had positive female characters in his life, just it wasn't his mum. Yeah, Silver has a, <laughs> an awful, awful um, mother figure. Uh, yeah, right. And Lucy, of course, doesn't have a father figure. Yeah. The, one, the good one that she had was replaced by the abusive husband. Yeah. So well, she's got Uncle Z. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Both of us had a good life up until a point. Um, my good life was away from my mother. Her good life was up until a point, and then it kind of yeah, got messy. It all goes downhill once you get married. <laughs> for the woman, not for the guy. For the guy's point of view, it's great. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, um, yeah, eventually, eventually, um, we all hook back. You know, we we do. I do yeah. the little speech. You guys go off for a while by yourselves. Yeah. Eventually, and it's now very late indeed, yeah. we all wind up back at our original yeah. campfire with the other rowboat and two prisoners. Yeah. And sort of, I would imagine, sleep in shifts for the, the the last couple of hours of the night and much of the morning. Yeah. But at least one person staying awake to keep an eye out for, you know, sea monsters, but largely to keep an eye on the prisoners. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, you have several things that you can be doing. Um uh, one of which is you have a couple of magic doodads that you could poke at and see what they are. Yes, I like to do the alchemy check. Yeah, so you can do craft alchemy on the oils, yeah. and you've got, are you the one that's got use magic device? I know somebody has. Yes, I do. You can make yeah. use oh, magic sure. device and see if you can work out what the wand does, so you yeah. can actually do all three. So yeah. for starters, give me two alchemy checks. Okay. Uh, 18. Yep. one. Yep. Okay. Oh, that's not so good. For, um, just nine for the next one. Okay, so you're not sure what the silvery stuff is. The, the way you test these is basically like you open them, you smell them, you take the tiniest taste of them. Uh, the silver one doesn't taste good. You think it's got like mercury and things in it. So it's like, yeah, okay, not, not sure what that is. Um, so the first blood. one, however, you think is... Uh, what's called an oil of keen edge. When you apply it to a, a blade, it makes it magically sharper and improves its crit range temporarily. Nice. Excellent. I approve. Um, good combination with that right As for the wand? Yeah, I will do that. If you use magic device check. Um, 21. Okay. Which you will make. You can work out um, how to activate this. In fact, it comes fairly naturally to you as if it's the sort of thing you've done commonly before. Uh, it's a wand of magic missile. Oh. <laughs> 20, 22 charges left on us. Nice. Sweet. And as oh, such, um, Lucy can simply activate it automatically because she can cast the spell anyway. Yep. So she just goes tink, 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 tink. And anyone else would use magic device can activate it and anyone who is a wizard can activate it. Yeah, well. that's what because I, I also know and use magic twice. <laughs> yes. Cool. You I don't have, have a missile. class for any of my things. <laughs> right, and the silver magic You're bar, is yeah, the only... You're no, bad. You have charisma skills. Yeah, but I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get use magic device. Why not? Oh, no, it's in class. I just didn't put any ranks on it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, all right. <laughs> but the thing is, Lucy said she uh, was going to. We probably don't need but, a whole bunch of but magic but devices. But acknowledge, acknowledge instantly also lets you identify magic Oh, okay. Did we want to try again with the other other alchemic oil? Uh, it won't work on that kind of thing. Okay. Because that's alchemy stuff. Yeah, okay. That's Would the identify devices. work on the magic oil? Absolutely. Okay. Um, uh, so Jack will um, mention... Um, so um, as morning dawns, or rather as like lunchtime dawns by the time <laughs> we actually get caught up on our sleep, um, 
Jet will actually dig out a small and battered spellbook, which uh, is, of course, no surprise for Florence, and um, spend an hour preparing her spells. Before she does, she will ask if um, people would like her to um, identify the magic oil, um, with the understanding that, you know, you will be paying her back for the pearl. How much is the pearl? It consumes about 100 gold worth of magical reagents. I can just... Do Arcana check again? Uh, I don't believe you can know uh, something you don't, you don't know. know. What it is. Okay. Unless but, you can change your circumstances. And, oh, okay. Because you, you need to be able to give me a reason to say, I didn't know before, but now I do. Right. Which comes in the form of, A, you can, if you can up your craft alchemy by leveling and putting more points right. in it, you can justify doing Sorry, could you let Jared finish and then say But more commonly, it's basically sorry, you poke it, you taste it, you test it. And you go, I don't know what this is. When you wake up tomorrow, you still don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah. Um, a thing that you could do is you go back to your alchemy lab and have books and research it. Well, well I can ask for Rather than spending an expensive magical yeah. item for something that may not be yeah, as an expensive yeah. magical yeah. item, we can get yeah. these taken. And much. generally, yeah. based on your knowledge of you know the economy and magically potiony things... Uh, it, it might be worth more than a hundred gold, but it might not. Yeah, so I don't, I don't think it's worth the chance. I might As opposed to a magic sword is almost certainly worth more than a hundred gold. Because you'll figure it out sooner or later. We can just sell it to him for not very much. It's probably worth the trade-off. Okay, in which case Jack will not prepare up for me. Secondly, you have two diseased individuals here. Both of you will regain a point of ability back overnight. Oh, um, excellent. You may or may not also gain... You, you may double that if Flora, um, or in fact anyone with heal, provides you with long-term care. Yep. However, by doing that, they won't be sleeping. I, I would prefer you got some sleep. I'll recover on my own. Okay. So both of you get an ability point back. I'm at 11. Uh, everybody gets all their spell slots back. And people heal hit points back up as well. A quarter plus your con. How much? A quarter plus, plus your con. Yay. A quarter of your hit points, which for me is... Two fours are twelve, so that's yeah. three. Plus one is four, so I'm at five hit points. Yeah. Is it a quarter round now? Yeah. It's always yes. down. Yeah. So, okay, but because my con is so large, there we are. And Jack goes from three to nine, and looks considerably brighter. I go from 6 to 14. Mm-hmm. One more day and I'll be at 4 HP. Mm-hmm. Right, so we're actually now capable of taking on something other than the kitten that's been born. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we were pretty, we're in pretty I, bad I, shape. I Kittens can kill commoners. It's a well-known right. fact. And your plan is basically... Uh, and at some point your prisoners are going to wake up as well. You yeah. can keep them unconscious relatively easily if you so choose. Mm. I... The GM will start frowning if your theory is you could, you're going to permanently beat them unconscious with saps because sooner or later you will kill them doing that. So mm. will the power. But um, you know, if you need them unconscious for a shorter period of time, that's not particularly problematic. In the absence of that, they'll wake up. If you want to interrogate them here, you can. If not, um, they will, you know, be awake but relatively silent, recognizing they're captured. And the orphans also have some basic information on what Gadrin was doing here from their yeah. point of view, which they will freely impart to you. Alright, so I suggest that we interrogate, that we, that we talk to the orphans and find out what they know, yeah. get back to civilization and get the orphans somewhere safe and then 
ask um, Hookshanks and um, get and get faced a couple of questions before turning them over to the guard. Sounds good. And I would also suggest that when we do the rowboats, we put Flora and all the small impressionable children on one boat, and Garin and the, and the um, nasty people on the other boat. Are you trying to say Garin's nasty? No. Garin and the nasty people. Yeah. Separate. As in, he'll be better at protecting the, yeah. Um, yeah. the guarding the prisoners than the orphans. Because we can't all. fit all the orphans on one boat, but if we put the small orphans on one boat with Flora on that side, and Garin and the burly, the burly Garin, Garin. And, and Garin and the prisoners on the other Remember side. Remember our... Arr. Arr. I thought I didn't find that time. You did the you same uh, But yeah, I'm also going to keep an eye on those two because um, if I remember rightly, basic manacles are a DC 20 escape check, so I want to keep them threatened. Uh, no, they're, a, they're in fact a horrendous fucking escape check. We discovered this at some point. Um, that's right, Lost and Forgotten or Jask. Yeah, they're they're Jask. really difficult to get out of. Um, oh, yeah, they're really hard to pick. Yeah. Uh, basic Manacles are a DC 30 escape artist check to get out of. Oh. And you check them for tools, or right? A di- yeah. Or a difficulty 36 Natural. strength check to bust them. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and I just happen to have a couple. <laughs> so, generally speaking, you would assume unless either of these people are possessed of particularly extraordinary powers... They're not getting out of here. Okay, but one of them's a gnome. What abilities does the gnome have? Um, for Nothing him? that he can do a manacle. Okay. He can't move his hands to spell cast. Yeah. yeah, okay. So he's he can't do spells. Cool. But I still think keeping them unconscious and getting them back to civilization quickly yeah. is the way to yeah, go. Basically, if you theorize that he's got like seven or eight levels in rogue, then it might be time to worry. But if he does, he utilizes them extremely poorly <laughs> in that fight. I will... What, 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 I'm prepared to be led on this. If Garen has a problem, if Garen has a problem with that, we can. Um... Uh, I won't. I want to keep. I don't want to keep knocking them unconscious. So what I'll do is, uh, during the walk up up to the boats, we'll keep them conscious because there's everyone keeping an eye on them. When they're on the boats, I'm going to have one of them unconscious and just alternate between the two. So what one the of the hell? Uh, <laughs> It's just so that they're, they're not both conscious at the same time and can just rush me. The thing is, there's not going to be a lot they can do while manacled on boat. Yeah. The best thing they can possibly do is knock you overboard with themselves and then immediately drown. Yes, but Giggles is crazy. Yes, that's very true. But that is true. Well, you could just keep Giggles unconscious. Yeah, he's tough. He's a half orc. <laughs> oh, thank you for reminding me. I forgot the other thing we find. Um, up in the um, up in the bedroom. Um, you will find nine more vials of this strange shimmery shit that Giggles was drinking. Ah, yes. Oh. Uh, and you can alchemize that as well. Yeah. Uh, does she get a bonus because I've seen it, what it does and can tell her? Uh, yes, actually. Oh, yeah. It's really good. Wow. That would be helpful. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, well, um, that's um, 22 with alchemists. Okay, so you listen to what Garak is telling you, and you look at a couple of them. And it, it's interesting, because when you shift them in different lights, like a couple of them sort of change, they, they change colour, like these ones are one subset of the thing, and these ones are another subset of the thing, and that sort of thing. Uh, by this point, you have poked around enough into Gadrin's dealings to know what this stuff is. Uh, several years ago, you were too naive to recognise Shiver. I thought um, it was going to be Shiver. Which is a drug... Um, that is basically a euphoric sleeping agent. It gives you wild hallucinatory dreams. Mm. This is not it. 
this is the new thing on the market, something called Shudder. Um, you, you haven't yet encountered any of it. You've heard of it out on the street. Um, what it is, it is supposed to produce a variety of interesting and bizarre hallucinatory effects and that sort of thing. When you actually poke it and taste it a bit and smell it a bit and test it with your little formulas and things, you think, okay, this, this, it's a drug and it has a couple of different effects. One thing, first off, it's dangerous. Every time you drink this, you run the risk of having a heart attack and dying. Some flashbacks to the superhero campaign. Yes. (laughs) Exactly where it's come from. Um, Secondly, um, it will cause you the the drugged up feeling it gives you is basically, ha ha, I'm invincible. It just makes you feel awesome. As if you are flowing with power. Because thirdly, um, you'd recognize this has been distilled quite cleverly from the venom of dream spiders, which is what they make shiver out of as well, but new processes have been applied to it to make it this stuff instead. What it does is it gives you temporary arcane powers. Shit. Which That's is what Giggles had. He, he drank it and picked up Shocking Touch, which he could cast several times in the short term. Like the effects would wear off pretty quickly. But yes. temporarily he had Shocking Grasp as a spell-like ability he could cast. Mm. Uh, the trick is that you don't control what you get out of it. These ones are evocation. These ones are abjuration. They're potions of wild magic. Yes, they're potions of wild magic. <laughs> so you drink this. If you don't die, then you get a then you get an evocation spell that you can cast for the next minute at will. But you don't necessarily control which one it is. Uh, they also work as a, as a free action in the first thing, so drink and cast is one action. A bit after that, it's cast as a standard action. But it's effectively what Giggles did was drink it and went, <laughs> just exploded the lightning bolt. Wow. wow. That's but it could have just as easily been burning hands or tenses floating discs. <laughs> Question. Wow. Yes. Shiver's addictive. Is Shudder addictive? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, horribly, horribly addictive or just regular addictive? Uh, not, not, not one puff, and you're hopelessly addicted. But it's addictive. Don't think about it. <laughs> I, w- I guess I was asking: was um, pish marijuana or heroin cocaine? Oh, heroin. Right. Yeah. Uh, in fact, pee. Right. Yeah. It's magic pee. Shit. Yeah. Nasty. It gives you arcane powers, but it would be terribly addictive. The thing is, the harder the drugs get the more addictive they get. Yeah, Pesh is a, a relatively so light one yeah. until, mm. until people like Chandra start tampering with it. Let's fuck around with what's first. <laughs> well, so I relay that information to everybody. Ooh, the guard gives a nice bonus for people who turn and shudder. Yeah, and you have, you can actually add this to your treasure list, you have five vials of abjuration shudder. What's five the bounty of it? And five vials of evocation. Uh, you said nine, so four vials of evocation. Four vials of evocation, sorry. Yeah. Five, one. five of one, four of the other, because Giggles ate one. Yeah. And what's the bounty on those? Um, as far as you know, they get turned over. They You can sell them to the guard for... Um, in fact, this is streetwise. Ooh. Oh, There's I basic information and there's streetwise. Yay! I can roll! <laughs> I can roll okay. Okay, so what I don't this? care about ducks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I care about ones you can turn over for money. Um, that's 25. Okay. 
I'm not so, stupid for enough to steal so crime. Anyone who's, anyone who's read the three hidden chimera, because this was of course it, yeah, knows yeah, no. that the the Corvosan guard will pay you quote unquote street value for the drugs. Mm. Um, Jack, you know that the Corvosan guard will pay you about twenty five gold a vial for this. Right. Um, okay. Which is in no way street value. Well, surely. no. The thing is, there's street value, and then there's street value. Yeah. Um, you could obtain this on the street for 25 gold if you were sufficiently discerning and went looking hard enough. Right. But if you were, say, a junked-out addict, yeah. you could pay up to about 40 or 50 for it. Right, yeah. So, so the that's... Corvosan Guard will pay you actually a moderate amount for it, but they won't pay you what you could potentially sell it for if you put the time in and looked for the right desperate people. That's actually a nice bit of coin. So that's where... No, that's alright. That's where, I think... You were actually asking me this at the start, how they uh, justified paying street value for it because didn't that yeah, no, the manufacturer of the drug? Yeah, that makes more sense. Because my theory what, when I when I was re- read the three-headed chimera was what's to stop um, people yeah. up turning up each day yeah. with vials of the stuff. But Jared pointed out at that point the guard, on, the, on visit three on well, day three, the guard would start asking also some the searching guard, questions. Also, the guard wants this crap off the street because people get the ability to set buildings on fire uncontrollably while drinking yeah. 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 Um, in this city. And this was, in fact, the thing in the Terrible. paper was um, somebody drank it at one of Silverdor Screen's expeditions, drank a green vial, clutched at his heart, collapsed and died. Ah, yes. <laughs> Corvosan cool Guard will pay for Shudder. Yeah. Okay, so that's what you have. The next day comes, night passes completely uneventfully, in fact, Sweet. quite peacefully up here. Yeah, I would like to do the prayer thing, if anyone wants yeah. to join. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll do a prayer for Senray, if you don't mind. Um, yep, so I have, I have actually written a prayer. <laughs> yeah, we so so if yeah. um, you guys want to, it, it's, if you have the deity you want to, and you want to come and join, and you have your own deity, we can do it silently in our heads. Yep. But I have written one if everyone wants to join in. And yeah, which, one, is, yeah. which is possibly done at night, given it's dead. Yeah, I, that's why I wanted to do it yeah, at yeah. night. Yeah. For the yeah, no, we, we do this before we all go yeah, to bed. Yeah, we're just jumping yeah. back and Yeah, so we'll yeah. jump back and to the morning. And I'll do a prayer in the morning for Sarah Ray. Yep, okay, so... Uh, I guess I will do it then after. Put my hand on the hat box uh, and went to my holy symbol. Uh, star song. Please watch over the soul of your faithful servant as they make their final journey through the stars to the, desti- to the destination you bestow to them. The destination where they will find the peace that abandoned them in life. Nice. Zalara, thank you for watching out for me and, me and Flora and saving our lives. I'm sorry that we couldn't be there to save yours. I'm sorry about what happened to you. There's no watch over you to your destination. Verezma take care of you at her, her, her place in St. Bless you for what you did for the two of us. Sarah... Sorry, it's wrong time. So much water. You can have more water if it's too full. No, no, it's just the accent is being stuck halfway up. Hi. Sarah Ray. 
This one is not one of yours, but I beseech thee, spare her some of your guiding light so she can mate her goddess or god with eyes open. Any other prayers? Um, it's not a prayer, but Silver will go up and um, a. I know that it wasn't necessarily you attached to the body, but I'm pretty sure that you would have said the same words to me as whatever that was talking to us before with the tarot readings. You sound like you were a pretty cold check. I hope you find a better place past the grave. With whoever you follow. Do you want to put a rose in the box? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we it's a bit casual, but <laughs> we can actually open the bo- open the box again and put the rose in. The head is still in there. Mm. Uh, the harrow cards are still in there. There's no blood on them anymore. No blood on the harrow cards. They had blood yeah. stains on them. They're gone. Hey guys, guys, have you seen this before? All right. Um, can I make a what the heck is going on here? <laughs> can I make a what the heck is going on here? Ten. Fifteen. Now I roll well. Fifteen on the knowledge I can't Well, that's... Like, the, the blood... There's still blood in the box in that, but it looks like it has... Or like it, it had dried onto the cards originally. They'd been stuck in there with a with a stump mm. of a head. The head has bled lightly on them. Now they've dried up. Mm. Your guess would be that the cards possess unique properties. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh, possibly, and and there's a connection here between the fact that you've done this prayer over them and the, the fact that they're now no longer covered in blood. Mm. In essence, you've activated them. Oh. Uh, your guess would be, although you can't confirm it without detecting magic on them, that they're probably a magical item of some capacity. I will ask Lucy to detect yeah, magic on them, because I don't have that many detect magics a day. Uh, they, are, uh, they are magic. Yay. You may roll a spellcraft check if you so desire. Yeah, I'll do that. So that'll identify what it is what, a little bit more. What more are you magic you oh, must not reference you, yo. No, you must not. I do not rule very well. I just ruled on six. Can I roll a spell perfect check, or does it have uh, to You be... would have to cast your own detect magic. Okay. Um, can I do it the next morning, then, when I yes. have to detect magic? Yes, you can. Okay. Uh, that is not very good either. That is a 13. Okay. They are radiating a moderate, moderately strong aura. Okay. Um, and they are quite definitely a magical item. Did you want to do uh, a... Which they weren't yesterday, incidentally, because Lucy would have picked it up. Mm. Do you want to do the a harrow reading on them? Become magic. The cards became magical. That's you want weird. me to do the harrow reading right now? Well, like I can do you, it. Can do, you can do it in the morning if you like, but could you do a harrow reading trying to find out what happened to them? Yeah, that was what I was going to do. All right, so to, to, I think Sorry. we take the cards out of the box for the time yeah. being. Yeah. 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 I think you should. And, keep um, it for if, if I haven't, if there's any salt about or anything in the fishery, I'm going to pack some in the box to yep. preserve the head because yep. we've got a, you know, we're carrying a decaying yeah. head in a box around yep. with us. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> one of those things. Makeup on it. I don't make it better. <laughs> the salt will make it better. <laughs> what time of year is it? Summer. Uh, 
I hope not. That's oh. a good calendar. But, um, I'm not uh, it is spring. Right. I'm going to make certain there's no urchins around when we open, at any point when we open the box. It is spring heading towards summer. Yeah. Although I'll guarantee you it's not the first bit dead body any of these kids have seen, <laughs> but nonetheless. <laughs> I don't need to see another one. Okay. Um, before they go to sleep, I'll, I'll cast Lullaby on them, which is the spell that they don't, they didn't get to have before, because they were woken up too quickly. So... It's, it's actually a pretty good way of putting um, giggles and hookshanks out as well. Oh, yeah, it that's just, a good idea. It effectively just enhances their natural need to sleep. Yeah, that's good. You know, yeah. If they desperately try and yeah. stay awake, they will, but they... They're more likely to yeah. fall asleep. Go to yeah. sleep, go to sleep, lad, or you'll get the sap. Or <laughs> you go in the hole. <laughs> yeah, we saw the hole. It wasn't uh, that exciting. That wasn't the actual hole. <laughs> The orphans can tell you about the hole. Ah, uh, yes. So, yeah, I think in the morning we talk to the orphans okay, so and you, then um, uh, uh, Florida, Florida and the Harrow reading. You, you ask the orphans what they think is going on here. Yeah. Um, their information is not particularly interesting, so I'll just info dump it to you. As far as they're concerned, um, you know, the old they've, they've been in the old fishery for several months at this point and were in a variety of different locations before that, pretty much about the sort of story Jack would expect. Um, as far as they're aware, what they're doing out there is, um, some, as far as they know, presumably, uh, semi-legitimate fishermen, um, come out there and periodically drop off a big pile of old catch, um, old fish, where the orphans, um, basically cut them up, gut them, use an acidic solution on them, and turn them into something called dock dumplings, which are essentially old fish heavily preserved with a variety of salt and wrapped in a thin, crude pastry layer and that sort of thing. Uh, it's not good food, but it's what a lot of the poorer dock folk eat. You guys would have had some of you, the poorer amongst you, would have had dock dumplings several times. They have the benefit that they will last for several days, long after the fish itself would be rotten. Sausage in a bun type of thing. Yeah, very much. I'm so. sure Gadrin fed them to us at some point. Like this is not a yeah, the, good. this is not exactly a big money making scheme here, but given that Gadrin's paying slave labour, you'd guess he might make, you know, a couple of gold from this outfit, you know, every day. Yeah. Somebody needs to feed the kids anyway, so that'll probably yeah. feed the kids. And as far as the kids are aware, that's the operation that goes on here. Yeah. They don't know anything about um, you know, disease, similar crumb gadrins. Yeah. Um, they know that they have been threatened with the hole. A couple of them have gone into the hole. It is indeed the hole in his office. There are rusty manacles hanging over it, and they have seen the kids get hung up there for a day or so, and then sometime in the night they just disappear, and they're not there in the morning anymore. Presumably they get lowered in the hole and eaten by the alligator. Um, a couple of kids, of course, are missing. And presumed hole. Yeah. The, um, Jack takes this completely stone-faced and with no visible expression. Uh, and as far as the kids are aware, although they're by no stretch of imagination confident of this because they don't see all the comings and goings, uh, Gadrin has been out here for as long as they have, yeah. about six months at this point. Which is likely because this, running this operation is what this contract And hasn't for. left. So who was in the boat? Uh, as far as they know, fishermen contacts. They what? don't know who they are, though. Yeah, no, they're just a couple of sailors show up, drop off a huge pile of fish, 
yeah. come back, get a big pile of dock dumplings. Get well, drop them off a big pile of fish, get a big pile of dock dumplings. Yeah. Right, the kids might be able to recognize them on sight, but they're just people to them. Yeah. And that is about the extent of what they know, which unsurprisingly isn't much. Yeah. Then you've got Hookshanks and Giggles if you want to poke either of them. So do we want to interrogate the two of them out here? I, it probably is kind of a good location because we're, we're relatively private in that. We can yeah. take the kids off elsewhere if we don't want them to. Yeah. Question. Yeah. Alright, so um, how do we want to do this? Um, You'd probably take them into a building, possibly yeah. the fishery yeah. itself, and question yeah. them. And uh, the kids can um, play outside. I'm not good. I. I'm not good at scaring people, but I'll help where I can. Don't worry, that's what you got, here, got me here for. Yeah. <laughs> GXM yeah, expression registers <laughs> open green credulity. Press the pure of his knuckles. Just right. a raised eyebrow from Garen. I, I, well, it's, people aren't usually, aren't usually scared of me, but I could um, conjure up something scary if it'll help. Yeah, sure, why not? Let's have a party. So, the way this works... We've <clears> um, got a few pinatas here to play with. The way this works mechanically is to interrogate your prisoners. Uh, diplomacy doesn't work, obviously, because they don't want to help you. you know, mm. They're not your friends. Yeah, it's good, because um, I'm not good. Ge- generally, at the point where <laughs> you've tied people up and are interrogating them, they hate you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, intimidate, on the other hand, does work very well. And basically, you're going against the fl- a, f- a flat difficulty, and however much over that you beat it is how much information they impart to you. Mm. Uh, generally speaking, uh, this involves more scaring them and slapping them round than actually cutting their fingers off and things. Indeed, torturing them is usually pointless, because what that will give you is they will give you a bunch of information to make you stop torturing them, yeah. but yeah. that doesn't make any of it true. The intimidation is more the artful interrogation where you actually get useful and true answers back out of it. Yeah. There's no need to roll sense motives here. It's based on your intimidate success. They either give you true information or they clam up. Can yeah. I provide um, Silver with a plus two circumstance bonus by providing him with a skeletal, either yes. a skeletal buddy or like a um, some scary yes, effects? You, you, absolutely. Yeah, in fact, I'm, I'm thinking with ghost sound, I could make your voice all echoey. And in fact, Silver, you are welcome to go ahead and describe how you are interrogating and intimidating them. And um, um, whatever illusion right. effects of the side. Are you guys going to be in the room with me? Oh, yes. I'm not, because... So okay. well, maybe you can be keeping an eye yeah, on the kids. I, 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 I wanted you to do that, but I didn't want to just make it, say yeah. Boris should do that. But you'd be. Are good you going to be here? Yeah. Oh um, shit! Everyone's going to see me doing intimidation. I'm going to. Um, Jack will be in the room, but she'll be hidden somewhere. You guys probably won't be able to see her because yeah. she'll be casting the spells, and it's more convincing if people can't see a small gnome muttering and then spell it. I mean, I'll probably kick off the effects before you actually wake them up, so that. Mm. Um, they're more convincing, but it's still helpful if there isn't a small gnome clearly concentrating on what she's doing. <laughs> intimidation. It's a skill called intimidation. Yeah. It's Daniel. Unless you have quite a bit of it, I'd let yeah. go with what Silver's got, because if you do it badly, you'll probably make her check worse. His, his check worse. Do you have intimidation? Well, yeah. by this, I get the You haven't, you haven't gotten any, any ranks. Yeah. At the yeah. point where, where somebody assists by shouting, we're totes gonna kill you, they become less intimidated yeah. Yeah. more. Yeah. 
I'm just going to be sitting in a corner quietly, just staring at them. Yeah, tapping. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So so we're probably going to have them kind of in an area with the lights shining down on them. Yep. And we could dangle them over the crocodile pit. They don't know what happened to the crocodile. Yeah, they can do that to a half orc. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We can, like a half orc. Yeah. He's just a tall person. Well, okay. But Kiddos is not reliable for information. I, yeah. I say we go for the gnome. Well, well we can start with the gnome. Yeah, I, it's probably worth trying both of them and seeing what we get. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we see Hookshank's gruler is hung up by his wrists over the hole. The hole, the trap door is probably shut at yeah. this point, given you don't yeah. want to let him know there's no crocodile down yeah. there. Yeah. Although there might be again. Huh? I'd wake him up with some dirty fish water. <laughs> oh, okay, so the first effect is going to be ghost sound. There's some funking noises coming <laughs> <laughs> uh, Splash, some fish slurry is thrown in his face. <laughs> Bloody hell. Looks, you know, pulls at his wrist like looks up. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our party. You're our Panada today. Okay, so, um, do you want me to act it out or just roll? Uh, well, you'll have to roll sooner or later, but you're welcome to act it out or not, whichever you would prefer. Act it out first. And then okay, so what do you want to talk about first? Where's your character? Uh, you don't necessarily need to give him a string of extensive questions. Okay. Um, if you, the yeah. players, give me an idea of what you're asking him, it gets yeah. rolled into the montage. So I think, okay. Kel, you're going to lead off... Because at some point like... he clams up and then you would do it Yeah, you know, some, something along the lines of, here's how this is going to work. You tell us every single thing you know, and we don't <laughs> rock you down the crocodile pit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, her head, head ended up in a box and murdered him. Yeah, um, so we're going to ask about the head, we're going to ask about the operation, where Gadrim Lan is. Um, if he else? knows about the wheel yeah. Gadrim Lan and yeah. being a if he knows where the real Gadrim Lan is, if he knew that wasn't the real Gadrim Lan, or if he didn't know either of those things. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I'll I'll probably start off the the conversation going. So we've got a situation on good cop bad cop. You can start talking about what what you what was going on around here, and we'll take you to the cops and we'll put you behind bars, or you can just keep your mouth shut and I can throw you down this hole. And you can find out what's underneath this door. His eyes dart down to the hole slightly, and then they come back at you. Easy, easy, mate, alright. I think we can come to some sort of arrangement. I know it's a thing or two, I does. Yeah, tell me about it. What's she got? He starts telling you um, about, you know, how they make their dock dumplings with their lambs and that sort of thing. And I'll, I'll hit know, him with the set. Move on from there. Yeah, he, he tells you, you know, where Gadrim keeps his secret keys to the chest, which you, of course, already know. <laughs> and then you need to actually roll the Intimidate check to get yeah, useful sure. information out. Okay, I got the 20. Oh, yes. Do I even need to help? There's oh. 30. <laughs> yeah, and then you're adding two to that for the various illusory <laughs> noises and nothing. 32! As he's shutting himself fully talking. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know he tells you all of this, and you know he says the keys over there. And, you Smack, know, get on with it. We're I, not interested I, in that. I swear, I swear that's all I know. Knock, knock, knock. And Silver just stares at him. Yeah, uh, she's all cr- creepy auras around his face. I've <laughs> kind of accentuated. No, 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 no. Just, just, just leave me down, mate. I'll tell you whatever you want to know. I swear, I swear. And, 
start talking. He starts think about it. He starts talking. <laughs> uh, the Madravius, the fine Madravius yeah. art of fine conversation. Yeah. Oh, okay. so, nice one, Susan. Nice one, Susan. Yeah, even the paladin approves because you never actually made a finger on it. I can give you advice, spiel, in character. I can just info dump you as you prefer. Uh, whatever's easier for you, yeah. I think. Okay. Yeah. So he will tell you um, a, a bunch of largely useless background information that you don't desperately need to know about. Um, how this building is technically owned by someone else um, who, who died, and now under Corvosan law it belongs to the city again. But until the city actually gets around to doing anything with it, it's just sitting empty like a lot of the Corvosan real estate. Mm. Uh, because Corvosa was built on the theory there would be a big expansion from Chelyax that never happened because Chelyax suffered a string of horrible problems. Um, so there's there's a lot of empty buildings in and around Corvosa, lots of dodgy abandoned warehouse type things, yep. which of course accounts for a lot of the crime. It means there's always another abandoned warehouse that will find it. <laughs> uh, so he will tell you, you know, all the information he has on this, which is not particularly interesting to you. Yeah. Um, he will tell you they are actually legitimately, legitimately running a dock dumplings operation out of here. Yeah, that's nice. Well, nice. Ch- child slavery isn't technically illegal in Corvosa, is it? Um, uh, that's a good question. But it wasn't on the list of the Because I thought Gradrin was in trouble with the law, or, or would have been if he wasn't so good at buying them off. Because of Well, the, the, the pickpocketing rings and the drug smuggling. Yeah. As opposed uh, to because what he's doing with the kids is illegal. I mean, murdering them's illegal. Stealing uh, them is illegal, too. Slavery is, in fact, illegal within ah, Corvosa. Okay. Um, albeit, it's not considered a massively serious crime simply because there isn't a lot of it. Right. So, um, it's not like Catapish where slavery is just part of the society. No. Um, Gadron's argument would probably be that, um, you know, these kids are, um, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's employing, employing them. Yeah. Because he is actually feeding them and that sort of thing. Yeah. And the, the line between slavery and, and indentured labor. Right, yeah. Is, um, so indentured labor is legal? Yeah. Yeah, okay, However, that's, that's how people He, he is, of course, that. doing a bunch of illegal things up here and they yeah. have all these illegal drugs. Yeah. You know, he's got mm-hmm. all these, what are presumably obviously stolen goods. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hookshanks will tell you that um, the shutter gets dropped off periodically by some of the fishermen. Um, he can name names and will. Yeah. Um, for Giggles, primarily, because Giggles is a shutter addict. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not actually manufacturing it out here. He right. tells you that one of Gadron's associates, a man called Yagen Belko, who Lucy has met, yeah. uh, has a shutter lab somewhere in the city. Hookshanks does not know where it is. And right. You poke him several times on this point and you believe him. Yeah. Um, he theorizes that something is wrong with Gadron because he doesn't know why Gadron is holed up in this relatively little operation. Um, Gadron keeps talking about his new friends um, and all the interesting changes that they're going to bring to the city. Mm-hmm. Um but Hookshanks doesn't know... He thinks something is wrong with Gadron. He doesn't know that Gadron is not Gadron. Right. Because you interrogate him skillfully rather yeah. than giving him information, you draw yeah. information out from him. So he doesn't know that. 
but his theory having been here for a couple of months is that something is wrong with the guy. Yeah. Among other things, he's kind of waiting for him to die of all the various horrible diseases yeah. that he seems to have. Guess what? Yeah. <laughs> so, is Hookshan's been keeping a wide berth in terms of not coming too close to Gadrin, because Gadrin's clearly coming down with... Um, uh, vaguely. Like, yeah. in, in so much as he can, living in the same building. Yeah. Um, he thinks Giggles is a complete psychopath and a lunatic, and what giggles will give you here is more, <laughs> I like burning things, <laughs> shudder is good. It's less that you don't intimidate him and more that the information he has for you is useless because the guy is actually mentally retarded. Okay. You know, he processes their hair periodically, he gets to head orphans, sometimes he gets to feed them to gobblegut. Yeah. Mm-mm. You know, he, it's great when they scream, says mm. giggles. <laughs> Not really showing any sense of self-preservation of maybe yeah. I shouldn't tell you this. Hookshanks, on the other hand, you know, obviously I wasn't involved in any of that. Okay, I might have been a little involved in it, but I didn't, you know, like I doing didn't it. I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> you know, I'm not a crazy person. Um, I'm neutral, not evil. <laughs> I'm pretty confident they're both evil, but yeah. Yeah. Hookshanks is less evil. Tell me more um, about how you're neutral, Lyman. He, he knows there are some valuable pieces in the chest that have made their way out there from some of Gadron's lamb pickpocketing operations and things in the city. But again, he finds it odd that there's pieces that have come out here and they've never gone anywhere. Gadron's yeah. never left to sell them or put them in one of his hideouts or something. Uh, knowing that what you know, that the thing out here wasn't Gadron, uh, your guess has been people have been interacting with it as if it was. Other suppliers and things have been coming out here to talk to him. Right. So there's an operation going on out here, but the real Gadron is, is off the map. He is not making contact with the regular suppliers and dealers that and things that Hookshanks is aware of. So they're looking so he's for a, hiding. So they're looking for a... These guys are looking for a Gadron to give their stuff to. Yeah, like, the guy's running his other lamb rings looking for someone to give the valuables. Yes, and as far to. as Hookshanks and everyone else, that, as far as Giggles and Hookshanks seem to be aware, this is the real Gadron here. Yeah. But there's something wrong with him. Sorry, you continue and then I have questions. Jump in with your questions. Okay. okay, so what I want to know is um, where were Hookshanks, Giggles, and um, Gadron before this, before they came out to the island? Um, what was the last thing they were doing before they were doing this? He gives you a warehouse in Old Corvosa that he tells you will be completely useless to you at this point. It's yeah. long abandoned. Yeah. So um, was were they with Gadron before this, or did Gadron call them in for this assignment. Um, when they changed... They've, they've, Giggles has been gathering attention for some time, as yeah. is Hookshanks in various operations. When they changed out to here, that's when they noticed, That's when he noticed the difference in Gadron. Right, yeah. So Gadron talked up a lot about for a while about his new friends and the changes they were going to make to the city, and then it never seemed to go anywhere because Gadron just came out here and sat in this relatively crap little operation in the back of nowhere. Yeah. You know, and, and all of his usual dealings, they're still happening. He's still running drug labs in the city. He's, his orphans are still bringing him bits. But nothing's happening with them anymore. The, the valuables are coming out here, but they're not going anywhere. The operation is just slowly grinding to a halt. Yeah. Does he know anything about Zalara? Yes, yes he does. Ah, good um, question. He says, he says, yeah, a couple of months, couple of months back, one of the boys, one of the one of the lads, a couple of months back, one of the little lambs nicked off, nicked off with their boy, nicked off with their arrow cards. Their boy came looking for them. 
he crossed the wrong people, didn't he? So we, so you know, we we had to chop him up, right? And then we we figured that was the end of it. And then about a week ago, this this crazy bitch turns up. She was skulking and spying around the place, looking into it. Well, we we heard her and we we grabbed her, like. And old Gadrin said, "Well, you better get rid of her." So, you know, we found out what she knew. It wasn't all that much, and, and we we chopped her head off. And old Gadrin wanted to keep it as a trophy. He said she she annoyed the hell out of him with her self righteous moralizing. Now she thought what she was better than him and stuff. So he was he that was, was he was ago. he was keeping it like for a trophy. The rest of the bodies in the drink. So as far as he's concerned, Zolara came out here a week ago, got caught. They killed her, and that's it from his point of view. And her son, what happened to her son's body? Uh, he's long dead. Yeah. He was killed a couple of months ago. And they disposed of his body, threw him in the drink or whatever? Uh, that Other people that weren't Hookshanks did that. Yeah. In a step, like, so the Harrogate got home. stolen by some of Gadrin's thieves. Yeah. His son went poking into it. His thieves killed the son. Yeah. Then Zalara went looking into Gadrin, and eventually tracked him to here, then died. Yeah. Solar kept it, and um, yeah, kept it as a trophy. Yeah, all fits as far as it goes. Doesn't really provide any explanation to what happened to us. And no, Solar was Hookshanks doesn't have it yet. Alone completely, no one else. Just her. Hookshanks is pretty confident on that. Right. <clears throat> like she wasn't exactly breaking in to murder them with knives or anything. She was sneaking around having a look at the operation when they caught her. All right. Can anybody think of any other... Oh, um, the other question I had was, um, does he know anything will still be current about Gadron's operations in the city? Where uh, where buildings are, that kind of thing. Yes, he can give you a bunch of blah information. Okay, oh, cool. Sweet. So a bunch of potential leads. Sweet. All right, we have some leads to Which go. I'm not going to go into great lengths on, but he gives you, you know, several warehouses where this was happening or this might have been does happening. He, does he describe more about what Gadron's plan was? A big plan? He yeah. has no idea. Okay, he was just talking about how he had a big plan. Yeah, yeah, but Gadron didn't go into specifics. He just said, I've got new friends, we've got a big... The same stuff he was ranting to us about. I've got new yeah. friends, we've got a big plan, mm-hmm. we're going to take over all of Corvosa and rule it like kings. Yeah. That's totally why I'm squatting out here in a fish gutting warehouse gutting mm-hmm. fish every day. The, 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 the ruling yeah, but, like kings is but coming But he's pretty confident now. somewhere Gadron picked up some new friends and then he started acting different. Yeah. Yeah. So something weird is happening. Something is afoot. <laughs> something that is strange. And the fact that the... It does suggest that the real Gadron has gone missing because the, the fact that people are bringing his... His his take to yeah. this Gadron suggests they wherever the real Gadron is, his own people don't know either. Some of his higher ranking lieutenants might know, but as far as the the mid to high ones of Hookshanks and Giggles and that sort of thing, he, he's here. Yeah, so that's actually kind of significant because if the real Gadron is out there, he'd have to have a pretty big reason not to be running his organisation. Oh, and the, the boat that left with, that you saw going out was literally a boat full of dock ducklings. Yeah. With a couple of sailors Excitement. on Excitement. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think we care about the fishermen. We want to just be gone before they get here. Yeah. Mm. That's all good. Yeah, um, what, what they're doing is actually um, le- legitimate business. Yeah, yeah so they're, they're just going to have to find somewhere else to sell their old fish. Yeah. All right. So at that point, do we... Lullaby, um, have our kind friend here lullaby the two of them and, tie, and uh, re-manacle them, put them in a boat. 
hit and oh well and have Flora do her um, arrow read before we hit for sure. Lullabies for the nice children, not for the naughty ones. Smash. We'll make a Silver, you are pretty sure. You you are pretty confident at this point that Hookshanks has given you everything he knows. Yeah. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll knock out I'll knock out a half orc, but not necessarily uh, the the yeah. gnome. Among other things, he'll actually be able to tell you where some of these kids came from and where their oh, parents yeah, are. Yes, yes, we want that. It's just generic background information, but he splurges everything he possibly yeah. can to in between going, you. going. You know, we're all friends now, right? Right? <laughs> it was just business, right? Yeah. I, I remember. Remembering the um, Justice League Unlimited episode where they go to the future, yeah. and it's like old old Batman is interrogating yeah, the sure. clown. Is that all? I went my bed till I was ten. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, well, that's I, I, don't, I don't think yeah. we're going to have any more problems with Hook, him. Hookshanks will, you know, give you his backstory as well, which is yeah. pretty much, you know, he just became a criminal scumbag because it was easier than doing actual work. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, or so um, checking in with the little urchins based with this information. Yeah. Um, how how are they doing in terms of do they how many of them do, do they have places to go plans? Yeah, several of them do. As far as the based on the information you can give them and what they already know and that sort of thing. Cool. So you're only talking about five or so that won't be. Uh, immediately accounted for. Sweet. Effectively, they have family or something that they can go back to in the city basically as soon as they can get there. Sweet. Fantastic. So those five can stay at my place until they get on their feet. Yeah, yeah, and the the other five, as far as they are aware, are in fact um, legitimately orphans. Yeah. You know, they're they're well aware their parents are dead because, you know, they know they were dead in an instance unrelated to Gadrim. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll look after them for a while and see if I can get them into one of the... I mean, not to another blacksmith, but what to one of the um, uh, parallel trades, like to the yeah. tannery yeah, or you've got, like that. You've got several business contacts of people who mm. are always looking for decent apprentices and that sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. And he'll work hard, won't you, boy? Yes, <laughs> mister. Get us wrong. I promise I won't steal a shipment of sheriff will get you. And um, if any of them want to look into other alternatives, yep, yep. I'm available. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to try and stay them away from you. <laughs> so I, I think that's all under control. Yes. Nice. All right. So, harrow reading magic thing. Uh, yes. What are you hoping to accomplish here? Um. Well, I was going to do the status. I can do it now. Um. I was going to do a harrow reading with the cards and see if they would tell me what Zolara wanted done with them. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, give me. Just thinking about how this do. Uh, give me a profession harrow reading check. Uh, these count as masterwork cards, incidentally. Surprisingly, perhaps. No. Okay. So, you take a reading of the future with them. Um, they, the the reading that you get is vaguely similar to the one that um, Zolara took for you of danger coming and mobs and things of that nature. Um, as you work with these cards, you can feel there there is an energy to them. Um, the the older a deck gets and the more emotion and things are invested in it, uh, the more powerful it becomes, the more accurate the readings become. Typically, um, you know, new decks are bought very cheaply. Old decks that have been passed down as heirlooms and that tend to 
you would consider this fact, other people might yeah. consider it just tradition. They tend to grow in power. Um, when you operate this deck, you feel that there is energy here, energy that you you can't quite access. You think because you are in the wrong place here, this place where you are taking a reading is a random chunk of um, you know campsite yeah. outside Wayfarer's Point. It means it, it has no connection to Zavara. You are quite confident if you took this back to her house, you would be able to get answers out of it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay, so now is not the time. Come back later. <laughs> or <laughs> For the time being, I'm putting the Harrow Deck on the treasure You're list. You're Deck with I, fish. I, I'm not necessarily <laughs> saying we're going to divvy and sell it, Jeez, but um, I, I think we're going to look after it for the moment, yes. yeah. because we need, we need answers before we can try and pass it on or whatever yeah. you mm. want to do with it. And um, I can potentially, tomorrow I can potentially cast an Identify spell on it, if people are okay with that. But um, it depends on if people want to spend the money, but it might be knowledge that's valuable. Uh, I'd say not. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I would like to get, I would like to carry the Platinum, um, what was it, a box or? Brooch? Brooch. Brooch. Yes. Uh just so that it's on me for when I uh, go to return it. Were you going to fix it? Um, me in the class? Yeah, yeah that'd be a good idea. I should appreciate it. It's actually that. not within your crafting skill. Mm-hmm. Platinum? Metal is it's, it's high quality. What, what's your crafting? Metalworking. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's pretty high in jewellery. So you'd do better with this if you had specifically jewellery crafting work. But no, that is. I was thinking of armsmithing, which is no. <laughs> Yeah. Um, do I have a rough idea of what sort of uh, check odds need? Uh, fixing it shouldn't be that hard. It's it's only broken. Um, uh, it is not bro- It is not heavily broken. It looks like the clasp has kind of been snapped off as somebody has pulled it away. Oh, yeah. So this shouldn't be terribly hard. You're only looking at like a fifteen here. Oh yeah. The, the main yeah. difficulty is in you know the fact that it's so valuable you could actually you know forge it with platinum and things. You can't just slap a safety pin on and call it a day. Yeah. So uh, I can anyway. hold on to it, repair it, and then get it. Try and get an audience with the queen. Yeah, that's probably something we want to handle as a party rather than. Really, you want you want to go before the queen? Well, no, not me personally. <laughs> but I'm just saying it probably isn't something we want just you to do yeah, completely independent of the rest I, of us. I'd suggest that it's possibly unlikely at this point, depending on your your levels of trust and relationship, that you might let somebody walk off with this incredibly valuable thing and hope they came back with whatever it was worth. I mean, Garen is probably the most trustworthy person. Yeah. I'm not away for it. Oh, yeah, so well, someone has but in any event, you can you probably just sort that out when you get back to the city. Yeah, because at this case, point, at some point, you, you know, someone's going to have to carry it. Yeah, yeah but it's it's probably basically what I'm looking for is rather than writing it down on your separate inventory list, as we haven't divvied any of the treasure. Yeah. let's just say we're yeah, generically just leave it on the treasure. Okay. We're just generically looking after this stuff because we're not going to uh, divvy all of it. Among other things, um, I won't um. I, I won't typically make you do this, but for the first lot, what I'm actually going to get you to do is go around to a bunch of different places in Corvosa and sell it off. Yeah. Because there are specific people that would buy specific items out of there. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to make every treasure selling an extended shopping trip, but yeah, the first one's an interesting colour for the city. Yep, yeah, that's fine. Okay. 
So for the time being, we just have uh, we'll probably divide up the valuables between each of us, so we all have a share. Not not a numerically accurate share, but merely a carrying share. Yeah, I can carry a lot. Yeah, you see. And you get up, you breakfast. Uh, yep. Yeah, so, eat so, dumplings. Yeah. Well, and I, I will. One of the things I'll search the warehouse for is if there's a cache of food they weren't sharing with the kids that we can share with the kids. No, there was not. Hookshanks was grumpy about it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they were eating dock dumplings too. Okay. Well, do they have any fish? No. Oh. So at that point, Giggles is very discerning in his choice of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's an expensive addict. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he must have been worth a lot to um, the original Gadron Lamb because uh, that's an expensive thing to be paying for. Mm. Although it's entirely possible that's his only salary. Yeah. Um, Alright, so um, anyway, yeah, you know, lunchtime-ish, we breakfast on the, what meager supplies we have. Yep. Um, load the kids into, load the kids and ads and the unconscious prisoners into boats and row, row, row back to civilization. Before we go, hey, Jack, can I just borrow for a moment? Okay. You you look like you're quite scared back there and what you what you're doing right now and you you're being really brave. You've, you've come a long way in just a day. I'm really proud of you because from what I from what I've seen of Gadrin Lamb and what he's done to all these kids, it must have been pretty horrific for you. So Jack will stare at the ground for a moment and um Blink and you get the sense she doesn't know how to respond to this. Oh. Um, and the um, this is a, a kind of interaction she's very familiar with. Um, uh, thanks, I thank, thanks, I guess. Um, what you did, you were pretty brave. I mean, I thought originally you were. Um, maybe I thought you were a little bit silly. Um, <laughs> but you were really brave in there. I can see that you're you're pretty good as a fighter. It was it meant a lot to me. You you. A lot to me, you um, standing up to Gadrin that way. Most pe- nobody I ever saw stood up to him. It was, I guess, that was pretty brave. You did great. If you ever want to have a, a little pep talk and you know a bit of encouragement, come say hi to me and I'll I'll help you out. Uh, thanks. And um, she pats you, reaches up and pats you on the shoulder very lightly, and then kind of darts away. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was going to give you a proper hug. Yeah. yeah no, that's, no, that's not on the card. <laughs> but you get the impression, um, you potentially, have you got any, have you got sense motive? Mm, no, not very not good. Really. Um, I am minus one. You, you get a sense that you might have made an impression on Jack, that she's kind of impressed with you. But because you probably have run across quite a few people who are impressed with you being a fabulous bard and such like, but the, I'm not yeah. particularly fabulous at the moment. I'm slightly above average right now. But um, <laughs> that she's not very comfortable with expressions of emotion. No, no, that's fine. He would have been fine if she didn't respond at all. Hmm. He just wanted to let her know that that he noticed that she was being really brave in a situation that she would no- or, um, otherwise normally not be brave in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was important to acknowledge that. Oh. <laughs> so, Garen goes and sits in, sits, sits at the oars of one of the big boats. Um, Flora and, and Silver, being the strong manly people, start manhandling the, the heavy orcish prisoner in, yeah. followed by the substantially lighter thing. Jack, who would 
you know, wouldn't be associated with doing any of the heavy carrying. You go off to the other boat. It's a bunch of orphans sitting in it. You go to step in. The second you put your foot on the planks, this is this is something noticeable only to you. Everyone else misses this entirely. You touch your foot onto the planks of the boat, and you hear that sharp whisper in your ear immediately again. Fire is catching. It's begun. Uh, uh, people, I don't want to worry anybody, but maybe we could, like, row back to Corvosa pretty quick, Smart? Like, maybe as quickly as we can. Um, are you rowing by yourself? Uh, Almost certainly not. No, no, there'll be no, people... No, I just want to know if your boat's got more than you, because your well, strength is pretty I low. I was going... She was getting into the children's boats? So yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so I think Flora... So you two are going to be... Yeah, Flora's yeah. just okay. helping, man. I think okay. Flora, Jack, and Lu- so the two strong people in the heavy boat, yeah. and yeah. Then Flora, Jack, and Lucy in the light boat are doing our best, because yeah. Flora's pretty strong. And yeah, because you're not very strong. You're really, really not strong. Yeah, but Alec's <laughs> voice goes silent. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, I think um, it might sound a little funny, but I think there might be a problem back in the city. I think we should go back as quickly as we can. Sure. Okay. <laughs> and you begin to row. So this is several hours of rowing again. Yeah. We sort of see the montage. The sun dips over the horizon. Uh, the glow of Corvosa seems a bit more glowy tonight. Do I recognize that glow? <laughs> and it smells faintly of smoke. Oh, the city is not, by any stretch of the imagination, burning down, but something is damn sure happening there, and there is fire. Oh, ugh. oh shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think there might be a fire in the city. Last time I felt this way, there was a fire. Now, I am actually going to ask a question specifically here. Where are you going to in the city? Um, well, we were heading for the docks. Yeah, you could be going to, like, there's innumerable places to dock within the city. You could be going back to where you got your rowboat from, which is sort of around here-ish, because you just got it from the closest point to where you were going. If you're going back to Garen's for the children, that's around here. Yeah. Uh, it's not that hard to walk through the city. I'd be inclined, I would have been inclined to head for the docks and return the boats. But can we see where the fire is? Uh, it's mm-hmm. far off in the distance. The city is glowing. Yeah. So your guess would be there are there are either one huge ass fire or several smaller ones. So I would suggest the docks because that looks yeah. relatively close, and from there yeah. we can yep. head further, yeah. see what's going on, and head further. You're gonna pull back again. <laughs> I think the deposit's the least of my worries at the moment. Yeah, I, I suspect the um. This is, it's good that we, know, we shouldn't do Trajan Division until we have the capacity to sell our shit. Something is happening in Corvosa. Yeah. And it's also good that we know how many hit points and what our current attribute penalties are, because I'm thinking that's going to be <laughs> My relevant. hit points are really low. <laughs> so, there is, smoke, there is smoke on the horizon. There are flickers of light and fire from Corvosa. As you get closer, you can hear... The sort of clang, 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 clang of alarm bells and things going off at various points across the city, and shouting and noise. And there are dark shapes flickering in the sky of what you'd imagine are the Sable Company riding their hippogriffs, darting back and forth across the city. And when you pull up at the 
docks, the whole scene is just in chaos. Um, there are a bunch of people running around all over the show, um, and there is a small enterprising lad hanging around the docks, waving a fistful of newspapers around his hand, and he shouts, Read all about it! Read all about it! The king is dead! The king is dead! The king is dead! Bloody hell! I'll go over paper. You give him your two copper pieces, and the three-headed chimera begins to read again. Um, Fourth of Gosrum, issue number two of the campaign. Headline: The King is Dead. Who rules Corvosa? Question mark. Maybe not. Maybe uh, not. Here's a final King Eadred's ill health finally claimed him in the early hours of morning, age seventy-one. With the death of the king, the three-headed chimera has received no word from the castle on who now rules Corvosa. Over 30 people are reported dead in the initial riots that erupted at the base of Castle Corvosa when the news broke, including Neolandis Kaelpopolis, seneschal of Castle Corvosa, who appeared to address our people. Queen Iliosa has declared temporary martial law. All citizens are officially ordered to act in an orderly fashion or face arrest. If the Sable Company Marines and the Corvotan Guard are unable to restore order, Lady Octavia Mandrabius has stated that the Hell Knights stand ready to restore order, quote, by any means necessary, unquote, upon instruction. The Bank of Avadar is closed and guarded by the Queen's faithful, and the Academy is sealed, spent pending a resolution to this period of anarchy. The Lion says, if you remember this, it's the Lion, the Goat, and the Snake. The lion says, please, good people of Corvosa, maintain order. We too grieve for Eadred, but violence against his widow is not the way to show your compassion. Whether or not you personally care for Queen Leosa, no one wishes to see our fair city fall apart into chaos. The goat says, stay home if you can avoid it. If you, stay home, stay home if you can avoid the city. Carry weapons if you can't. Make sure the guards don't mistake you for the mobs, and the mobs don't mistake you for guards. The nobility always sorts out their infighting sooner or later. Meanwhile, watch over your own families. The snake says, Death, murder, and chaos now rule Corvosa. Even the guards are abandoning their post. Blackjack alone cannot save our city now. Enjoy your last moments before the mobs, Iliosa, or both tear down the city. Uh, and there is a picture of King Eadred as of three years ago. His latest portrait has not Jeez, been completed. <laughs> Yeah, that was him three years ago. He was due to have another royal portrait done by this yes. Trinia Sabor, but it presumably hasn't been completed as of the time of his de- time of his death. Oh my gosh! Leaves the city for a couple of days, and the whole thing falls a bit, falls a bit. Whoever that Lara lady really was, she was sure right about riots and death. And you know, basically, this is common information to anyone who would live in Corvosa. Um, there is the supposed curse of the Crimson Throne. Uh, nobody who has the throne passes it down naturally to their own children. Um, people either die in mysterious circumstances or die of old age or ill health or whatever without issue. Eadred leaves no children behind, uh, despite his 25-year-old wife. Um, yeah, well, look at him. Yeah, yeah. It takes two to tango. Yes. Yeah. He may not have been, but um, might not have been that virile. In the absence of the king, uh, 
The person who should be in charge of the city is Neolandis Kaelpopolis. He is the Seneschal, basically the um, the two IC of the city, literally. He runs the Sable Guard. They answer to him. Ran. Um, but paper says dead. he's dead. Yeah. And uh, that leaves, technically speaking, no one in charge of the city until a, until the council of the High Noble Five families declares somebody to be in charge. Yeah. In the absence of that, it appears to be Queen Eliosa has just said, right, fuck it, I'm in charge now. Yeah, yeah. But the Council of the High Nobles decide whether she gets to say yeah, that. she is or not right. officially in charge of the city. She is yeah. merely the person sitting in the throne at this stage. Yeah. Mm. Um, and usually there's a lot of wrangling and politics in that yeah. about who gets to be in charge and who the new king or queen is and what that entails and what concessions they need to make and this, that, and the other thing. Uh, in the meanwhile, the city has broken out into chaos and anarchy. This has not happened in the younger of you's lifetimes. Um, I'm 30. Actually, you're all relatively young, aren't you? Garen's the oldest at 50 or... 55. Yeah, so nobody here has seen the death of the previous ruler. Yeah. But common um, history tells you there are always periods of anarchy in Corvosa when the throne changes. My father would have told me about it. Yeah. Again, it would have been this sort of story. We had riots and fire. So that is what's happening in Corvosa. The city yeah. has gone mad. Mum probably told me about it, that it would probably happen. This will presumably come under control at some point, but... So well, what she would have probably said is that, um, that the role of the Mandrobius is, is to stay home and protect themselves and then step out when the appro- once the yeah. rabble has been yeah. suppressed yeah. to guide the, the city on its chosen you, path. Yeah, you the be aware is that, um, yeah. She is theoretically in line to be the queen of Corvosa herself. Oh, it, would take, it would take a lot of manoeuvring to make that happen. She's, she's nowhere near the closest candidate, but she is a power that could potentially hold the throne. That what? just means there's oh, a yeah. lot of corpses between her and the throne. Well, yeah. the bright yeah. side is the other high nobles. Cons are probably pretty good at politics as well. Fortunately, she's not the only scary snake. The only one that's yeah. scariest. And that's out of character. I don't know who she is. Yeah. Well, you probably have heard of her. You know who she is, but you don't know enough. Yeah, I don't know that much. I don't pay that much attention to the city kind of thing. Alright. This is a mess. This is a mess. Oh, shit. What are we going to do? We've got these kids that we need to get to safety. The king is dead, you hear coming from several streets away, a a crier of some sort. Long live the king, and a couple of voices. Long live the queen, and a couple of voices shouting back, Death to the whore queen! I think we need to start doing crowd control. Right. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take these kids. Yeah, the <clears throat> children to safety first. Yeah, this is why I wanted to know where you were parking because I want to so, know where you're walking in the city. Can we take the boat? Can we? Uh, let's just worry about your deposit later. Yeah, the the shop that you have shown up to deliver the boat back to is shut. And possibly on fire. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's clear the city is by no stretch of imagination burning down. It's merely there are several isolated fires occurring within it. Which is closer right now, my house or the forge? Basically, they're the same thing. Uh, your house. Oh. Can we sail the boat round to Gad- to a lot closer to Gadron's house? Garin. Garin, sorry. Yeah, two Yeah, I know, it's uh, an important distinction. Uh, yeah. Yes, and that is probably the best way to get there. Let's, let's take the boat round there. What about these two? And um, she kicks giggles. Do we just uh, do we just leave them, drop them on the docks and leave them? We've got bigger problems, right? I have a basement. 
But we can't leave them in the set. We don't want to leave them in the same house as the kids. We can up the basement, keep the manacles on them, and keep them down there until we can sort them properly. Just cut their throats and throw them into the sea. Um, Also impossible. Or just let them go. I mean, we can track them down later if we need them, right? We've got bigger, we've got bigger problems. Right now, Gaudron doesn't know we're looking for him. I'd rather these two not report back to someone who could report back to him. I wouldn't tell him a thing. Never, never, never. I'd rather keep an eye on you. It's not going to make the house very safe. I won't unmanacle them, so we should be okay. Alright. I'm taking them to a blacksmith. I'm pretty sure that he's going to be having the best equipment for the job. Oh, can you, can you, like, steel bolt the manacles to the floor? Yes, actually. Yes. <laughs> Alright then, let's get in the boat. And I'll put, a, I'll put the spare seat Where is the guardhouse? Let's get in the boats. Let's uh, get in the boats and take the kids around. Sooner that, we get them somewhere safe, sooner we can try and put out some fires. question you're asking. Where are, there, there are... Nearest guardhouse. Yeah, so there's, there, the way? there are three major sources of law within the city. Um, there are the Hell Knights, who are um, functionally... Uh, they're totally not mercenaries, <laughs> but they don't actually step in unless the city explicitly pays them to do so. Uh, they are a religious order in cause of Asmodeus, and they're the ones that um, uh, Octavia Mandravius rules commandments. Yeah. Mm. Um she is not a Hell Knight herself, but she is the High Priestess of Asmodeus, so she commands their, their military arm. They're effectively the military arm of the Asmodean Church, yeah. and they have periodically stepped into civil matters in Corvosa when Corvosa explicitly pays them to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, the general order is kept by the Corvosan Guard, who are functionally the police. Um, and then there are the... Um, actually check this and make sure I'm giving you the right information... Uh, so the Corvosan Guard serve the city and the people of Corvosa first, the city's leader second, and they are paid by the Church of Abadar. Um, the Sable Company uh, is theoretically loyal to the monarch that have sworn oaths of loyalty to Eadred. They haven't sworn any to Eliosa, presumably. Uh, their oath of loyalty is they are commanded by the Seneschal, who is now dead. Yeah. Um, so... They are um, effectively a military unit that the royal that the royal family explicitly doesn't control, for the purposes of having someone there who can oppose the royal family should it become necessary. Uh, at, at the moment, it would be a very good question: Who the hell is ordering them to do what? Because yeah. their leader is theoretically dead. They they have a commander under that who is in charge of the Sable Company. But you'd have no idea if he's taking orders from the Queen, doing whatever the hell he pleases, or taking orders from other nobles or other theoretical powers. Uh, there are guardhouses around the place, little ones. You could find one. In terms of the big stuff, there is um, uh, Citadel Volshenk, uh, which is, I believe, where the Corvos and Guard live when they're at home. But the thing is that the the guard houses will either be locked up or actively trying to work to control things. They're not going to be interested yeah, in random criminals. Citadel right Volshank is the, the the main sources of order within the city would be the Temple of Asmodeus, 
Citadel Volshank and Castle Corvosa would have lots and lots and lots of guards on them. And then yeah. there are guard houses that are effectively police stations. I'm okay with leaving these two in the guards' basements as long as we really, yeah. as long as we manacle them to the wall. Yeah. And I'll put a safe over the door, so. Yeah, sweet as. <laughs> well, I've, I've actually got something to make it that I can cast Sanctuary. I took Sanctuary today. Sanctuary won't keep them in. No. no. Yeah, but it'll protect the children. It will stop them fighting. For a short, short period of time. Yeah, no, that spell doesn't work like that. Right. It's minutes per level. Oh, yeah. And so you... It'll be useful for us. Yeah. You, <laughs> you kind of pull up the rowboat, and you, you've got two rowboats here. What do you want to do with them? Do you want to try and carry them through the street? Do you want to just tie them at the docks and hope the closest dock you can get and hope they're still here when you come back? Yeah, yeah. 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 You can take the kids with you, you can take the prisoners, you can take the chest of stuff because that's relatively easy to carry. Although we won't be carrying the stuff in the chest, we'll have divvied it among our person. Even if we were just coming back to Corvosa in regular times, Jack's philosophically opposed to carrying a chest of valuables yep, through yep, the streets. Okay, yeah. <laughs> And Hi, this is us, and this is our chest of valuables. Please rob us, higher You start bandits. heading to the Dwarf's Forge. Yes. <laughs> Just us yeah. and our horde of small children. Uh-huh. Along the way, uh, can everyone roll me a luck check? Flat D20. Ooh. No, oh. I rolled the same as you, though. Wow. I 15. 15. Oh my gosh, 10. did you go to the as well? You got a 12. No, I got to it, and when I put it down... Reroll off well. amongst all the twos. Two again. 13. I got 16. It's totally, it's totally Florence. You don't have any luck at all. Okay, so again. But she's the white monster. Yeah, it runs out. Corvosa is not burning down, but there is a thick smell of smoke in the air. You'll actually pass one or two buildings that have caught fire and been extinguished. Um, and there are people running around on the streets panicking. There are people who are bolted up inside their homes. You can see the curtains twitching as you go past. Uh, the streets are quite definitely not safe. And as you're sort of walking along trying to keep yourself a bit as safe as you can, as you go past one of the alleys, suddenly, Flora, you're sort of walking along, and some guy just goes out of the alley straight into your face. He mm-hmm. looks old. He has the giant, crazy beard sticking out yay far. Um, and he grabs you by the sort of lapels of your shirt and pulls you into pulls you in and he, and he shouts and he shouts Doom 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 has come a cotton has come a cotton corvosa Robogag's prison opens the end is nigh Doom has come to our city death is upon us and starts shaking you violently and shouting dramatically along this way the age of sickness and death has come Corvosa's darkest hour is here despair uh, um, I imagine at that point several people are going to intervene, but that's around the point that Jack and Dibbis to sap and briskly off up upside the back of the head. <laughs> okay. By all means. Yeah, or actually, I'll, I'll, um, I, yeah, no, I, I tried just pulling them off, but I'm too little for that, really, so I'm just going to go straight to the old sap. Yep. Old oh, reliable. Okay, uh, that's a seven. Jack okay. flat misses. <laughs> Sorry, no, seven? Whatever happens, happens. I don't know if Jack misses or not. Um, he grabs at Flora, shakes her for a moment. You sort of smack him on the, the sap. He's shaking and spinning around. You glance off his shoulder, more or less, that he's yeah. you know wearing lots of heavy armor or anything. Yeah. And he continues to shake her and rant and scream. Okay, I'll pull him off. Yeah. 
Grapple. Oh, Grapple? Oh, really? Natural one? Natural one? Oh my god. Gosh, this guy's latched on. He still actually needs to oppose this tech. Oh, really? <laughs> well, yes, because he okay, can so also it's a roll. four. <laughs> if he rolls a natural one, maybe okay, I'll you grab him. him by the shoulder and, and you know, hey, old man, you know, pull him off. No! Death! Okay. <sighs> At this point, I'm. Oh, you go. Okay. Uh, I'd like to try to use diplomacy on him. By all means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that seems like it worked well in Dipper. That's oh my God. 11. <laughs> so what do you say? Or does it not matter? It doesn't matter. You, you, you know, sir, calm down, calm down. Doom, the fires of chaos are burning in our city. I have seen you in a dream. The butterflies surround you, they're eating your flesh. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's Yep. Well, I don't believe that, um, but I want to try and... Among other things, that might not be any psychic on his part. You're clearly wearing big-ass butterfly yeah. symbols. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to try and calm him down. Maybe on the old, old, um, shudder. Is yeah. that heal or shudder. diplomacy? It's diplomacy. Yeah, or intimidate, depending on which way you want. I, I will Stand go out. diplomacy. So that's wow. nine. Doom! The sickness is upon you! Sorry, I can use Intimidate to slap him out of it? You can try. You do it to grab him off and he just shrugs you off the first time. Okay, well if I can use Intimidate... Yep, we're now in round two, effectively. Okay, so I'm going to slap him out of it. Let her go now! 24 to Intimidate the hell out of him. Would smack him over the side of the head. Let go of her. He sort of backs up a couple of paces. You don't see it, do you? The sickness and the death is already upon her. Doom is coming. Oh, you'll all see. You'll all see. Let's move briskly yeah, away. He looks round at, at a lot of you and then bolts off down the street. Alright. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, can you make me a fortitude save? Yeah. Oh, oh no, did he spread disease on you? Yeah. Well. means. Oh. Why could it have been the dwarf? Alright, but we're not unaware of this, so we just continue on our way. Yeah. Uh, and people can give me a sense motive check if they want a read on the guy. Woohoo! 16. Eight. Oh, shit. He's totally a crazy guy. <laughs> 21! Yeah. Some of you are convinced that he's a crazy guy. Yeah. yeah. Others of you are convinced that he's a crazy guy. <laughs> he's just some fucking nutbag. He's the, the equivalent yeah. of the aliens ate my brain homeless guy on the street shelter. Yeah. This is not motivated by anything that Flora has done in the slightest, or any divine visions on his part or anything. He's just nuts. You know, the city's <laughs> gone to chaos. He's decided, okay, obviously this is the end of the world that he's probably been sitting on a street corner preaching about for the last three or four yeah. years. Yeah. Um, it's from, oh my God. Can you really... give me a heel check, Flora? No. Oh, oh my god! It does not occur to you that he might have been suffering various diseases and maladies and things. Oh, that will occur to you tomorrow when you get up with something. Okay. So that's three out of five. Everybody comes down with I'm not, I'm not diseased. Okay. I'm poisoned. poisoned. Yeah. Ah. And yeah, it's probably with ailments then. Well, your disease has run its course because it's a super magical disease. You're yeah. not you're disease. Just you just have just, it just smacked the living shit out of me yeah. like yeah. badly. Yeah. Remember that you're um down multiple points on intimidating things to charisma uh, restraint. Yeah, but my yeah, sorry, it only goes down by two. Yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah, and he just he gives up gives up upon being scared off and sprints off down the street. Yeah. Whereupon you'll see him, you know, 
two, two, two minutes down the street, grabs some other person, goes, Robogun's prison opens! Death has come upon the world! And lets her go and runs yeah. away. <laughs> I can't smack him over the head all afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just keep Let's moving. Just keep moving. Yeah. Crazy Let's get back to my place. And you reach Garen's house. Um, it is not on fire or anything. It is still Big locked plus. up just Thank as you fuck. just as you left it. Excellent. Unlock it. Bring the children in. Boof, close the door on the chaos. Take the prisoners downstairs. Weld them to you've you've actually got like several tall racks and benches and things already set up. So you weld them to something big, heavy, and suitable. <laughs> well, that, just the fact that. If you look at them in the right frame of mind, they look like torture devices. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also going to um, leave Zalara's head in the basement, because yep. it's not something we want to carry around the city Turned towards them. <laughs> yeah. no. Oh. No. no. It's yeah. still in the box, just not carrying a box with a severed head around the city. Uh, and um, also, if you've got a lockbox, we'd like to put the shutter in it. I'm sure I do. Yep. Just in case at some point in this adventure we yeah. get searched. I run a business, so I imagine I have yep. a lockbox. Yeah, we'd prefer not to explain that we were carrying the illegal drugs around until we could find hey, someone to get Hey, I'm a blacksmith. I probably make lockboxes. This is, this is the kind of thing of, um, as soon as you go home, you clear out your preparation slots again. Yay! Um, which means, effectively, while you're sitting at home, you spend them on having a lockbox and then immediately clear it again. <laughs> yep, so... Um, that's that's it, working as intended. Nice. You have all this shit at home. If you go home, you have all the stuff you could afford that you would logically have. Unless any anyone else have any cure light wounds, do you? No, it's not no, that that's too high. high. Yep. That's next um, bracket. Um, so, um, but we can take a moment. Um, Florence over there is a cleric. If, um, given that we now know we're going into combat, if people feel like they're badly enough hurt, yeah. but on the other hand, those healing spells could be used for other things if he uh, doesn't spend them. I'm glad to really, really sort like out healing. sleeping arrangements for the kids, show them where the toilet is, where yep. the food is. Yes, yeah, all makes sense. Yeah. I yeah, doubt just, just raid the pantry. Just go yeah, nuts. And, and, um, <laughs> st- and Jack says, and stay, in, stay inside unless it gets nasty. Can people give me a knowledge civilization check for history? Ooh. What's the course of events this is usually going to play out as? 18. 20. Okay. So, Jack, you know there will be riots and destruction and anarchy in the city, but that's the extent of what you know. It happens when it changes. Um, Silver and... Garen and moreover Silver, um, you would... Garen, you would expect this is going to burn itself out in a couple of days. Like, the big riots, and the burning, and the mobs, and the screaming, and the chaos, and the city is functionally shut down at this point. Mm. And you would expect it to say shut down for maybe two or three days around this point, but ultimately the city will not continue to function forever in a state of permanent anarchy. After a couple of days of this, people will lose their passion for burning and looting and everything else. <laughs> and basically <laughs> go back about their lives. Uh, Silver, you would know all that, and more broadly, based on how historical records have worked, mm. um, you would expect it to be a couple of days before the streets are safe to travel again, but then maybe even up up to two months before the anarchy settles entirely. Mm. Like, the streets will become safe to travel again, but you'll still have a lot of um, political chaos about who rules the city, you know, fights breaking out in the street, that sort of thing. Yeah. So this is the worst it's going. 
historically speaking, unless people are interfering in this and mm. tampering with hidden hands, this is the worst it's going to get for a while. Okay. No, I think that's just the wind blowing, but I appreciate the check. Um, so, uh... And you, you guys can do whatever the hell you like with this. You have several things to do in the city, but you don't have to do any of them. So, um... Uh, but... Uh, Silver's evidence would suggest that travelling the streets alone is not a smart idea for the next couple of days. Yeah. Or breaking up at this point and going to your respective houses is not necessarily wise. It will expose you to a lot of danger within the city. So can I sense any kind of um, call, like, Alec wanting me to head in nope. any direction? Nope. Receiving no guidance of any kind. Well, we're not going to get to any of the shops, so we should put all the... Uh all the stuff we got from the warehouse into the safe. Yeah, and you would expect some shops might be open, some might be shut. The bank is definitely shut, the academy is shut. And, you know, who knows how long they'll go on for. Alright, Jack gives Garen a long look. <laughs> Alright. But, I know what's there. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, um... And after you've put it in, I motion for you to come over... And I actually whisper the combination for the safe into your ear. Thank you. This is trust. (laughs) (laughs) This looks funny. What's going on here? Yeah, Jack feels odd. (laughs) You guys are weird. (laughs) A good kind of weird? Yeah, a good kind of weird. You guys are weird. I think you're the only one with a damaged past, like a horrendously damaged past. I had both. All my limbs broken okay, and I was set on fire. Forgetting the limbs. Yeah, Except that the one tra- incident where a bunch of people pinned you down, smashed your arms and legs with yeah. a sledgehammer. Yeah, you don't know what happened to no. a, You don't know what happened to my ex-wife. Okay. <laughs> what can you do? I don't think you should play competitive trash. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying that, like, they've been brought up with slavery, experience... Entrapment. Your mother. mother. <laughs> your mostly normal life, except for a couple of instances. <laughs> yes, but it's a long life. So. Yeah, it's a At yeah. this point, you you guys are pretty much sandboxing. You can do whatever the hell you like. Sweet. I like to send a message to Chonkuzi saying that I'm okay. How do you intend to do that? Raven. Raven. Yeah. She sends the raven. Um, so, do we Raven's want... To, so, options, we could... Um, Try and see if we we could just hole up and stay down for a couple of days, which would be Jack's intuition. Or we could make some kind of um, knowledge streetwise style checks to work out where the biggest problems are and go out and try and help people. I mean, the thing is, it kind of seems like you know the city is pretty large; stuff will be breaking out. Right. Yeah, I think I think crowd control would be a good idea. Calm people down. So, um... Yeah, so, based on what you've had in the paper, the Sable Marines and the Kilbosan Guard are presumably endeavouring to restore order in some fashion. Yeah. Um, however, the paper also says that guards are abandoning their posts. How much fact is there? How much truth? How much lie? You have no idea. Uh, and that Octavia Mandravius was ready to bring the Hell Knights in as soon as somebody asked yeah. politely enough for them. Which yeah. would be pretty bad. Yeah, we don't, we don't want the Dryads to get that bad. There's a last one card that I know that may be able to give us a bit of picture. What's her name? What's her name? Rosalie Biscay. Rosalie? 
Oh, Rosalie's great. She she lives out with us in the um in the wagons. Oh. Um. She she's um she taught me how to use these produces daggers, <laughs> flips daggers. Ah, she would. <laughs> hey, important for a girl to be able to protect herself. Them never taught us weapons. I can tell you that. So wouldn't be his best interest, would it? No, because I'd have slit his throat in, in his sleep if I'd have gotten the chance. <laughs> yeah, she would have. <laughs> um, anyways, um, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Rosalie, I bet you Rosalie hasn't abandoned her post. She, she'll know what's going on. Right. She's probably knocking the heads of the people who are trying to abandon their post. Alright, well, what about we all sli- we leave all this stuff here to be dealt with later and we go out and see what Rosalie can tell us about what ne- if there's some stuff that needs doing. Alright. Alright. Eyeballs. Alright. Israels. Alright. So, because of course your raven can, cloth can talk, so you yes. can actually have an intelligence. It's not like you need to tie a message to him and send it to yeah, you tell him. Like he's got an intelligence of six or so at this point, so as yeah. long as it's not like the stunningly complicated tactical plan. He yeah. Can. So he says, Alright. Gotcha. Fly to Z. What do you want me to tell him? Alright. Tell him that I'm okay. Right. And I'm at, um, Certain master silversmith shop. Well, you're one of of my clients, so you know what the place is. It's already. And then afterwards, I fly back here. Yes. And and we can bring back any message from the person. Okay, and we can and and there'll be food here, entrails. Do some entrails. Entrails. Okay, fine. I've got that gnome downstairs. He's not doing anything anymore. Oh yeah, actually, (laughs) we can all hear you. What about okay. I leave some Ma- meat out on Ma- the Ma- shelf? Ma- what about I leave some meat out on the shelf? That'd be great. <laughs> so I'll I'll put some up high in a raveny sort of spot because otherwise the oceans will eat it. <laughs> I'll fly to Z. <laughs> Off he flies. Wow. Yeah. So all the all the it's kids so cool know that you've got a familiar. Yeah. <laughs> all the kids know. So I've just instructed all the kids and yep. tell them not to go near the basement. Yeah. Lock, keep the door locked. Yeah. 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 Stay inside. And the conception is stay inside unless the building starts burning down yeah, and yeah. then leave. <laughs> yeah, which won't run out and screw the people in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. That is indeed the plan. Yeah. Yep, no kids kids are on board. Excellent. We have fed and have a and somewhere to sleep. Okay, we want to we wish to try and track down Rosalie Visky. Okay. So uh, you can do this one of several ways. Uh, you have a vague idea of where she, you know where she lives, for starters. Yeah. Um, you know where her usual patrol routes are, although you would expect those to be up in the air at the moment, mm-hmm. or over the show. Um, the best bet would probably be to ask around after her. Um, however, you do actually have somebody here who has urban tracking as yeah. a thing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I can't for the life of me remember how it works, but fortunately I wrote it all down. Uh, So you can track down the location of missing persons or wanted individuals. Uh, This requires a streetwise check in a few hours. Um, At at a penalty, because the area is in an unusual state, like, say, (laughs) anarchy, is the one I listed on the sheet. Guess why? It's like the GMU. On the other hand, do we get any kind of bonus because Rosalie Visky, we're not tracking down someone who doesn't want to be found by us? Uh, effectively, the DCs go up if they're, the DCs go up for the longer they've been missing or if they're trying to hide from you or all this sort of thing. Yeah, so right, we don't so, get penalties. Right, okay. So, um, 
So, be, and the, the other thing is, because you have an idea of where to start, you are not searching the entire city for her, you are yep. searching the likeliest locations here. So you actually start in a specific ward, which is only difficulty 10. So uh, at which point it becomes difficulty 15, because the city is an anarchy. Yep, the usual sense. people that you would go and ask are boarded up in their homes, hiding. Yep. So can you give me a difficulty 15 streetwise check? Nope. Oh. We may need cards. We dice. may need cards. Yeah, your dice is cursed. You have yeah. cards if you want them. Yeah. Well, we should probably hand them out. But basically, at, at that point, you go out to check on her on her usual patrol routes and find that Rosalie is not on her usual patrol routes because the guard has been scattered all over the show. So for me. You get a bunch of different stories from people that the guard is no longer functioning, that the guard has been ordered to fight the Hell Knights, that the guard has been ordered to, you know, kill people, that martial law is going down, the guard are boarded up and just waiting for the common folk to, you know, fight it out of their system. I got my chosen. Oh, wow. Excellent. I got a dex card. That's cool. So what's, um, what's your... Which means you actually get it back next... For the, if you don't spend it, yeah, oh, really? You don't yeah, okay. it back in again. Wow. Um, so, what's your streetwise skill? Uh, five. So you need a ten or better on the dice. Yeah. yeah. What'd you roll? A four. four. Yeah. And plus four, five. So it's nine. Yeah. yeah. She needs a ten or better. So that needs to be a re-roll. Yeah. Yeah. If, if if we want to spend the point on it, I'm just working out the odds. It seems to me like it might be worth spending one point on it, but I'm not certain about that. Mm. Is there anything we can do to up that? Uh, re-roll it pretty much. Yeah. Um, the only thing you can do, um, you you can't retry it until you have new information, uh, until you have some change of circumstance. Which could well be when the anarchy stops, you go out and look for her again. Yeah, but, but at that point, it's, it's um, it, we, 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 we've wasted a couple of hours and we have to try something else. So, do we want to spend what? Does someone want to volunteer a fake point? I can volunteer my dex card. Well, there's no point because it'll spend as an ordinary. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, is, does does Miriam not have enough cards or something? Is it? Well, it's yeah. it, it doesn't have to. Be, it, it could be Miriam. It doesn't have to be Miriam as all. There's a lot of sickness going around. <laughs> Down with the sickness. Aww. Really? Did you use a different voice? No, but it's too late to say she should now. Yeah. Alright, I think at which point we do not find Rosalie Vestigian. Yeah. You can track down... We spend a couple of hours You can track trying. down... People have seen her. You can confirm a couple of things. She's still alive, ticking, and is actually out in the street. Um, doing her job essentially, but she is nowhere you can find. Do we get enough information that if we do a roll tomorrow, we have a better idea of where she is? Uh, until these circumstances change, you won't be able to find her. Okay. So we need a new plan. Mm. But um, at this point, like, possibly, which is, which is basically either until the anarchy stops or until you find somebody who can tell you exactly where she is, like you know her boss or whatever. At this point, it's getting late. Do we, is the new, because, you know, we, we got back sort of lunchtime-ish. Mm. We spent a couple of hours looking for her. Do we keep press on for the evening, into the evening, or do we go back to Garen's house and get, try and go back to Garen's uh, it's, house? It's, it's already evening at this point. You Garen. left, you left yeah, in the so morning. Garen. Um, 
you've taken like eight hours to row back here. It's yeah. evening when you arrive back here. Right, okay. So we, alright, at that which point I think we it's, definitely... At this point it's now ten o'clock at night or so. Uh, we know. definitely go back home and get some, go back yeah, to Gara's keep... house to stay together yeah. and get some sleep. And look after the orphans. And um, feed Hookshanks and um, see that you guys decided not to kill them, we're pretty much obligated to feed them. Yeah, yeah that's not very hard. I saved them some wolf dumplings. <laughs> wow, I was going to say we probably feed them better than they were feeding before. No, no, no we're feeding them exactly the same shit. Yep. <laughs> and now they're two day old wolf dumplings. Oh, they're preserved, so it's right. <laughs> Does your raven send messages to people that you don't know? Um, depends where you're sending them. Yeah, okay. it's like Orbit's place. Um, how smart is it? Six intelligence. Ah, yeah, okay. It's not very smart. No. It wasn't. That's, that's really damn smart for a raven. Well, it's smart yeah. for a raven, but not, not yeah. smart like a person. Yeah. yeah. It's smart. It's not quite lassie smart. It's oh, smart. smarter than orcs. It's smart like a dumb, like, it's smart like a very dumb person. Smarter than giggles. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, actually, it is smarter than giggles. <laughs> wow. Wow, it's pretty impressive for giggles has five. Five but is pretty bad. That's not dumb. Well, three. If you're if you're under three, you can't speak a language because you're too dumb. So, next level, it'll go up to seven. Nice. But yes, for the moment, Quoth has a six intelligence. So Quoth um, probably can't find Makuda by just by de- description, no. by address, no. or by looking for guards either. Uh, anyway, um, we go back to Garin's house. You go back. Quoth is not actually back yet. You might, you would expect him to be, but that's under good conditions. Right. So yeah. possibly something's happened. Um, and people sort of get into Garen's house, lock it up again. It's probably not actually stupid to keep a watch at this point. I was just going to mention we should yeah. have a watch. There's anarchy in the streets. You'll periodically hear, you know, yells and clashes of steel off in the street somewhere um, around midnight. Ah! Ah! Cloth lands on the windowsill with a thud. Oh, you're back. I was starting to get worried. He looks like he has actually been attacked. He has oh little white wounds on him. Ah! Ah! It's hell out there! Ah! Hell out there! Oh, I'm sorry I sent you up. I got to pinkle tricks and wishes potions. That's, that's what he says. <laughs> He's looking slightly dazed and glazed on it. Uncle Z's okay. He says, keep, he says, keep yourself safe. I got attacked, though. The imps are getting angry out there. They're flying oh, all around the show, oh. working the shooter dragons up. Now? Yeah. I use lay our hands on the bird. Ah! <laughs> 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 That's better. It's like a chiropractor. So, I was promised meat. I can say, Uncle Z's Thank okay. <laughs> Jack feeds the bird with evident enthusiasm. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. He's awesome. Thank you, Karen. No problem. What a brave little bird. Aye. So yes, you could theoretically send Quoth out to other locations. There is, like, there's not a lot of danger. It's not like people are deliberately killing ravens out yeah. there, but there is some abstract danger to them. Can Quoth find her? Um, the lady, what's it? Not so, better than the No, in yeah. fact, vastly worse than anyone yeah. else can. He's just not smart enough no. yet. Well, also, he's not an urban track. He's a bird. No. He can yeah, fly around You're the then city. relying on his streetwise skill. Which is non-existent. Okay. Alright. However, we spend a night resting in the city. 
which means that we heal up some more. Yay! Assume, oh, hang on. Do, do, is the night faster than eventually? No, no, it isn't. Oh, okay. Don't, don't write that down. Okay. Um, so, I'm just looking something up. Um, oh, that's kind of awesome. Uh, Quoth uses your streetwise skill because it would oh. be better than a normal Raven streetwise skill. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, you can actually theoretically designate him to do that sort of thing. Oh. But yeah, he's, he's not going wise. to be better at it than you are. Yeah. Oh, just these three. Wow. Oh. That would mean like the cross class rogue sorcerer would have an excellent raven. Um, in the night, stuff actually happens. Uh, there are noises and clangs and shouting and the occasional glow on the horizon. Um, and So the title Edge of Anarchy makes so much more sense now. Yes. <laughs> it's like Solara prophesized it. Not her, but she was. That's to say. Jack, you were actually the one up at about two-ish in the morning. Um, sort of standing on the standing on the bottom floor of Garen's shop front, looking out at it. Um, when you hear a heavy flapping of wings and chaos happening somewhere up in the air, just out of your viewpoint, out the front of the shop, um, followed by a thud as something falls out of the sky, and you actually have low-light vision in the dark. Yes, I okay. think so. Hang on, let me check. Uh, Should do. Yes. Yep, and you presumably have a light on in here. Yeah, yeah. You're keeping watch. Um, so you can see thudding down outside of the front of the shop. I imagine I'd have floor a sort of lantern because that seems like the most useful light source. Uh, there is a small creature lying on the ground. It's just bounced basically off. Um, it's it's come down, gone, tink, bounced off the sign and fallen down. Um, it looks like a little purple draconic draconic lizardy creature. One of its wings is bent sharply round behind its back. Uh, it is, of course, a pseudo dragon. You would recognize it immediately. It hits the ground. It looks like it is more or less um, approaching out cold. And as you see this from it, you go, oh, what the? And then, <laughs> you hear, <laughs> and four imps come flying down out of the sky towards it. Alright. And Jack shouts, Wake up! We gotta help the little guy very loudly and runs from the front of the shop. Yeah. Can I have um, a monster man? Um, Adam, does Garen have a little alcove area in, in his, his workshop that I can kind of sleep separate from everyone? Um, there's 11 shops. Children. Yeah, this house I, don't, is, I don't care if it's room. This house like. is a lot fuller than what he's used to. Yeah. I imagine um, there's probably a place to do jewelry because the original the original dwarven forge had a place for um, uh, what's what's your what's to sleep. your intents and work. You're too beautiful to be seen. <laughs> My secret identity. Yeah, I can't keep I, it up while I'm sleeping. I, I would say that the best you're going to be able to do is be to actually be tucked around behind the behind the forge and the anvil itself. Okay. Like 
you're, you know, there are objects between you and other people, but it's not like Garen, his house is not set up to contain what at this point is 19 people. (laughs) Yeah, okay, so there's an area I can hide behind things. Yeah, you can also pull a sack over your head. Well, yeah, I'm going to sleep with my blanket over my head. I just want to be out of view, just in case if I if I turn and suddenly the blanket comes off. Yeah. He's a little bit paranoid. You've got to yeah. got to understand. Yeah. He's a little bit paranoid. So we've yeah. heard of your mother. And yeah, but you don't know who my mother is. Everybody that isn't Jack um, needs to make me a perception check. You are at minus ten to it for being asleep. You are aiming for minus a difficulty 10. of zero. Nope. Well, oh, I make it? No. You hear this and wake up. Natural one. You stay asleep. Yeah. The rest of them are useless. Yep, that's right. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that was, a, that was a 3 minus 10, so <laughs> minus 7. So we might actually want to do a brief, quick initiative tracker here if you're okay to drive that, you know? I can drive it if you like. Yeah, give Susie to drive. Yep. Uh, Marker? Oh, there's markers in there. Yep. So the, uh, you will actually find most people's names on that tracker. Okay. So, so who's awake? Um, I think we want to do everyone in an initiative because each round they're going to get another shot to wake up with yep. all the noise. Yeah, but who's awake right now? Me. And me. So, Jack and Florence, Lucy, and we've got imps and pseudo dragons. Oh, Do I bring the imps separate? Uh, yeah, just, just an imps is fine. The pseudo dragon will not be doing anything. It is imps. basically already on Alright, and I got a one, so. <laughs> <laughs> Team imp. Uh, yeah. 22 for the imps. Uh, yeah, yeah. Florence, five. Okay, so currently it's that. Yep. Uh, 13 But for... if you put it at what they actually are, then when we roll everybody else, they'll be, yeah. we'll be so able to get what they were. 22 for the imps. Garen is 13. Do I roll as well? Yep. Yep. And they just stick Garen on delay. Do, do you want me to do it or do you want to do it? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> just. How much? So yeah, okay, so it's a little bit above Garen. And you? Um, 17, so I'm just above Lucy. 18. Yeah. And then yep. slide those three off to the side is what was... Yeah, like half onto the track. These three off to the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? So, Jack? Yes. Shouts out. She sees these four arms that appear and shouts, Hey, hey, they're beating up the little guy. And Flora hears, Hey, hey, there's a what? Yeah, you blink and wake, start waking up. Yep. Um, Jack, meanwhile, four arms have just basically without meaning to. So you hear Flora running for the door, Jack. Okay. This is you. Alright, I also run for the door. Okay, you are actually, yours is easy because you're standing at the shop front windows looking out to the street because effectively there's, there's an entrance into the shop that's what you're watching. You fling the door open. Sweet. Okay, and um, I will move out and stand protectively over the pseudo dragon and then if I have any more actions I will do other stuff. Yep, yeah, yep, that's only your move action. You Sweet. walk out. Alright, um, then I will... I'm not um, desperate to put this on a map, because it's not exactly no, no. deeply tactically complicated. Um, I will um, draw my crossbow. 
Oh wait, can I? I can wield my can I wield my crossbow strength strength? I can, right? It's not like a yes, long you can. Break. And yep. to be honest, again, I would assume you've probably already got it out. Yeah, you're on watch for mobs, guards, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so can you give me a knowledge of planes check, however? What do you know about it? I can. Oh no, planes. Planes. Two. Okay. Very little. There's thing. lots of them in the city. Yeah. Uh, the academy has things about summoning them and periodically, routinely, students lose control of them, which is why they're rampaging, running all around the city. Yeah. They're usually not a major problem. They do fight with the yeah. pseudo-dragons periodically. Yeah. And obviously, they're getting excited by the anarchy as well. They are intelligent creatures. So. Yeah. Actually, I suppose the logical thing would be to move the little guy back into the shop. That's right. I didn't think of it at this round. Um, Alright, and um, I will take a crossbow shot at um, the closest in. By all means. Uh, Ooh, nice I, crit, I crit threaten. Yep, the imp does not see you coming in any way. So uh, so that's a 14 to confirm the critical. Uh, that will miss. You do sneak attack him, however. Oh, sweet. Okay. I see doesn't see you coming. Yep, they're just flying down like there are people everywhere in the city and suddenly there's no one burst out and he's, get away! No! Alright, and four points of crossbow damage. Okay. Well, sticks into the bolt sticks into the imp's throat looks at you oi <laughs> what do you think the big idea is huh pulls the bolt out throws it away the wound goes whoosh, and just heals up again nice yeah alright uh the imps look over at look over at you is this a good position yeah that's, that's fine what do you think you? What do you think you're doing, huh? Go back inside, gnome. This we're gonna eat. We're gonna get this. We're gonna get this house drink. Look at him. He's wounded. <laughs> Let's poke him some more. Go inside, gnome. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Two of them buzz around your head. <coughs> Effectively aiding the third one. Uh, which flies in and. Takes a sting at you with its tail. Uh, that would be thirty-one to hit with all the eight. Yes, thirty-one. Yeah, yeah. It's a four from the eight and others. And I didn't have time to cast mage armor, so and it's rolling high on the dice. So you get stung by this tail, which ah, sinks into your shoulder, where it's left exposed by the two buzzing around your head. You take four points of damage and a fortitude save. Oh, shit. Well, okay, this is this is going to be um, Jack's last scene at this rate. Okay, I take four points of damage, so I'm on five. Yep. That's my hit points. Um, and I make ten on the fortitude save. Okay. And, oh, that shoulder's feeling numb. Oh. Yeah. Can you have three points of dex damage? Well, at least oh, that makes a change to strength damage. And uh, everybody gets a listen check again. Everybody that's unconscious. Yeah. As you Twenty like, natural. Yes, six. Oh, I did natural one. <laughs> yeah, Lucy, you're like at this point, you're basically sleeping on the floor yes. with a communal blanket over you. It's the uh, yeah, damn orphans are poking you in the spine. Pull the blanket open. Keep sleeping. Whereas <laughs> Team Silver wakes up. Darren Silver's and Silver paranoid wake up. about his identity. Silver. <laughs> You you hear ah you come from outside the door. 
Oh, you're awake as well? Yep. Cool. Okay. Um, I get up and grab my totem spear. Yep. Um, is, am I able to sleep in light armor? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm totally sleeping with my armor on there. Yep. yep. Um, I will dash out to the door. What can I do? Are so, you, are you are you going to dash up to the door, or are you going to put your disguise check up? Character. Oh, does that require a, a yes, throwing gas? Yes, that that uh, Fine. Magical transformation! Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you want to totally heroically so, go out there without Silver Brad wakes up, yeah. goes to sit up, stops, and goes, changes hair color first. Yeah, priorities. <laughs> and then, and then finishes standing up, staggers behind, up, behind the forward, pulls the spear out. Yeah. Yep. That's my round. Yes, you hear from, I gotta from your be door. Pretty. Hey, mumble, crash, crash, thunk. Yeah, <laughs> ow. Okay, can I see? Last one sounded like Jack. <laughs> okay, can I see what's happening outside from where I am? Uh, give me a luck check. Eight. Okay, uh, not from where you are. Okay, I grab my crossbow and yeah, go to the door. Yep. Run to the door. At which point you now see you just coming up behind Flora, who's about to do something else, and you see what's happening. Okay. Can I make a knowledge arcana, uh, the planes check to see if I know what these... Yes. See. Yeah, you know the ramps. Oh, oh yes. Okay, so that's minus five for untrained, makes 13, 14. Yep. You're, you're definitely sure the ramps. That's it. So it's, I don't, it's 15 to get any useful information about that. Yeah, so you know, I have, you know um, all the basics. They're like little evil... I have a trained deck and cast I can roll it next. They're little, okay. they're little evil devil things. Yeah, I don't think it's worth it just for that. For <laughs> What you know about them. Not much. Yep. <laughs> Get rid of that dice. Yeah. Get rid of that dice. Yeah, what do you want to do with your turn? Um, I want to go out and pick up the pseudo dragon and start heading back. Yeah. So, this is going to provoke from several imps in the process. Are you worried about this? Yeah. You run out, grab the pseudo dragon, and run stuff. And the imps are going, yeah, hey! Piss off! Piss off, Huey! That's ours! Get her! Dig, 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 dig. Uh, 26 to hit. Yep. Uh, 18 to hit. Yep. Uh, crit threat. Oof. Oh, and damn. 13 to confirm the crit. Shit. Yep. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. I do have tumble. <laughs> Five. Shit. You take 13 points of damage total. <gasps> Oof. Are you KO'd? No. no. Oh, thank fuck. That's still a lot, though. Followed by three fortitude saves. Oh, shit. Yes, but she may not be able to move depending on how much dex damage she's taking. That dice is rolling shit. Mm. Yeah. Uh, 15 for one of the fortitude saves. Yep. So it is a difficulty 13. So it goes down to 10. Oh, nice. That's 9. Two rounds. Six points of dex damage total. Shit. And you run out, stagger, ah, ah, uh, starting to go numb, grab the shooter dragon, and pull it back inside. Yeah. Oh, so you get the dragon inside, but you're not in great shape. Jack, you're up. Okay, um, 
with Flora inside, I'm gonna um, say fuck off, you little blighters. Tumble back inside and shut the and shut the door. Can you give me a tumble chip? Uh, fifteen. Okay, you roll away from them, slam the door, <coughs> shut the lock on it, and the imps buzz outside. Uh, does anyone have any further uh, strong connection to interacting with them? Nope. No, they're not getting in here. So mm. they bang on the door several times, um, and for the mm. next couple of minutes, you get no, just no. You you get bang, bang, bang on the door. Open up! Open up! Give us the shooty! We're gonna eat it! We're gonna eat it! It's a king's feast! The king is dead! <laughs> This goes on at length for a couple of minutes. But they bang on the door, they stab it a couple of times, this thing is and do some light damage to your door. <laughs> but they ain't getting in. Yeah. Thanks, Floss, that was great. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Finally, okay. saw the I wish I had <laughs> Scoop up the pseudo dragon and stroke its little wings. I'm still asleep. Oh my god, I slept through it. Yeah, Lucius, I just roll it It's all good. You will be aware, Flora, that you and Jack have both been poisoned. Um, and in another minute, you're going to need to make another fortitude save. Uh, moreover, when you look over the Shudo Dragon, um, it's effectively being poisoned into paralysis. That's what's wrong with it. So it's it, it, it's okay, quote-unquote. It's, it's as bad as it's going to get. Yeah, it, it, that's an excellent way of looking at it. It's as bad as it's going to get. Yeah. You and Jack, on the other hand, might have a problem. <laughs> So you can make healing checks to treat your poison if you so desire. Yeah. Which you have ample time to do before it goes off. So maybe take ten instead of rolling. Yeah. Uh, you that, can't. You're, uh-huh. in, you're in danger from the poison. Ah. Okay. Interesting. That's yep, that's fine. <laughs> so it's difficulty 13 because you either... You, you essentially, the treat poison roll goes over the top of your fortitude save. Uh, so you start purging the poison out of Jack's system. You boy, purge the poison out of your own system. You don't take the follow-up dexterity damage. Yay! <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and the pseudo dragon lies on the ground, its wing twisted under it. And um, I'll find a picture of these little reeds. Oh, the pseudo dragon! That's so cute. like an actual dragon, only it's the size, it's about the size of a kitten. Uh, this one appears to be a particularly small example, it's about the size of a newborn kitten. Oh. <laughs> oh its wing has been bent at a bad angle and is basically paralyzed that way because of its dexterity damage. Um, and as it is lying there, however, unable to move, its eyes flicker slightly and it looks up at Jack uh, and Jack and Flora, and a moment later, Silver and Garin will hear this as well as they run in. 
there it's voices in your head. It's not moving. It's speaking directly to your brain. And you hear, ah, hello. Thank you. I banged into four other doors before I got here, and no one opened up. Oh, it's okay, little guy. Go take care of him. What's your name? I'm Majenko. Majenko. Yeah. Magnificent. Yeah, that's a great name. That sounds like a stage name. I like that. <laughs> As you pick him up and stroke him, you can actually hear what sounds like a cat purring, but it's in your head. It's not coming out of your dragon. It's this noise in your head.
Did you know you are my very best friend? Uh, Jack's life has not included a lot of pets. <laughs> no, I'm going to love them and feed them and call them a jenko. Yep. <laughs> oh no, no, don't use that voice. <laughs> the front picture on that is Imps fighting shooter dragons. That's a pseudo-dragon. Yeah, so pseudo-dragon with a wrap around it trying to eat. Yeah. yeah. They look like kind of like little savage grey-skinned people. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yes, yes, they are. They tend to be used by evil spellcasters. Oh, they yeah. used by yes. evil spellcasters. If, if I was smarter, I would have just tumbled back inside on the first round and nobody knew who I've gotten hurt. When was the last time you had a good spellcaster with an imp? And yeah, the imps continue keep this up for about an hour or so, and then, look at this, there's other shooter dragons to eat, but that one was little and runty, easy prey. Look, they're burning everything in this city, the whole city's going down, the king is dead, long live the queen! Wait, do we support the queen? Who cares? It's <laughs> chaos out here! <laughs> to be honest, I'm kind of warming to the imps. <laughs> and the imps fly imps off to, to hassle easier prey elsewhere. Yeah. They're the comic relief. Yes. Yeah. Really deadly comic relief. Oh, yes. They're like, um, They're like the hyenas yeah. from Lion Yes, yes, and yes. And uh, those creatures in Labyrinth that the head comes off. Oh, those oh, things. Yeah. It reminds me of those things. They fly off and Jack is sort of sitting there stroking Regenko and telling him, telling him, him or her, you know, these short <laughs> stories. You hear the little voice in your head. Do you think Corvosa is going to be alright? I don't know, but um, Silver said it from historical records that the city, the chaos usually comes down after a couple of days or weeks. Okay. But if it's okay with you, I could maybe watch out for you a little bit and you could watch out for me. It's important to have people to watch your back. I don't think I'm going to be able to get up anytime soon. I'll, I'll help you with stuff, but later, okay? No problem. Why don't you just go to sleep? I'll be off okay. watch soon. I'll go wake Flora and we can have some sleep. I hope the city's okay. I hope so too. Somebody needs to do something. And Jinko closes his little eyes and goes oh. to sleep. <laughs> and that's the dramatic cliffhanger we'll leave it on. A Shudo dragon goes <laughs> to sleep in Jack's arms. Oh. And then I tuck him up in his little Shudo dragon bed. Uh-huh. Which I've oh. made with some care, <laughs> some care and attention to detail. For example, it's got a lot more effort put into it than Jack's bed, which is like... Bedroll floor, who cares? <laughs> now just remember, you did draw your card. Yeah, oh, so yeah. Nice. So, there is an easy method of doing this. Yeah. Everybody pass me your cards back. Yeah, you can just keep that with your character sheet. Yeah, simple one. Yeah. Goes on top. Oh, yeah. Because there's only going to be one person that gets the peacock because yeah. it's going to be the person who has the peacock. Yeah. Which I, put that in the back. I don't know where the... Oh, right, you're saying my cards here. Yeah. So, um, is that the event for the night? Is it worth noting down healing and stuff, or do we want to just remember we have uh, Yes, we, we can actually jump ahead to the morning if you so desire. That yeah. is what happens in the night. Yeah, I'm morning, just thinking. Morning comes, um, and you may heal yourself of some of your various horrible wounds. Yay, yeah. back to pull out. <sighs> That's so nice. That's hit point, so, another five more, so I'm at ten hit points. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so that's... Can you get an attribute point back as well? Uh, oh, yes. Four. So I have a charisma point. Two, six I have one charisma. What's your bonus HP? It's half my, my charisma bonus back. 
and you get one of those dexterity damages back again. You get up in the morning a bit stiff and beaten up from this and can sort of have some discussion amongst yourself. Um, if you desire, you can do that now. If you want to give the GM some idea of what you're doing, or if nobody has any particular thoughts, you can leave me or come in on that next session. Next session, I think. Okay. Uh, I don't have... I mean, I think what we need to do is try and help help people somehow, but... Yeah. But we can think of that during the week. Yeah, we, we can maybe um, go out and just look around for, for trouble. Having failed to find anyone who can give us some advice, but I think also it was pretty late last night when we got back, so... So but the other thing we could do is um, take, um, try and take these two Ukrims to the guard. Yeah. Because we need to get them out of your house. We need to get them out of your basement. Yeah. I want to get rid of them somehow, so. <laughs>